Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Trump lawyer Jenna Ellis today pleaded guilty in the Georgia election case. And a lot of people are, uh, let's just say, mildly perturbed. Jenna Ellis raised somewhere over $200,000 to fight these charges and is receiving criticism for, in the end, just accepting a plea deal and then apologizing to the court, saying she regretted everything she did. And one by one, the dominoes fall. This is, this is I, I, have, I have trouble understanding how any of these people could have taken the positions they've had during 2020 and then just flip in the way they did. But this is going to uh, be somewhat troublesome for Donald Trump. However, he's also filing to have one of the January 6th cases dismissed on double jeopardy grounds, which is really, really interesting as well. So we'll talk about that. Plus, of course, you know, there's like World War Three stuff happening. Iran is once again attacking U.S. targets. <laughs> the U.S. is ramping up its forces in the Mediterranean. And there's this really funny video going around where this Gen Z guy it's it's like he's trying to say he won't be drafted, but then it's basically him begging not to be drafted. Like, you want me to fight for this country? I don't, I don't want to do it. And it's like, oh, boy. Look, I, I like very few Gen Z relatively voted, but the ones that did overwhelmingly vote for Democrats. So, hey, this is Biden country, baby. At the very least, if you didn't vote for the guy, well, I'm sorry it's happening to you. And this is why you got to vote for Donald Trump. But uh, let's uh, we'll, we'll talk about that before we get started. Head over to castbrew.com. Buy our coffee. This show is sponsored by Casper. If you want the best coffee you've ever had, hop over to Casper. Pick it up. We got whole bean. We got ground. Everyone's favorite is Rise with Roberto mm. Jr., a light roast. But we also got Appalachian Nights Dark Roast Blend. That's personally my favorite. If you want to support the show, you can join the Casper Coffee Club. You can check out Casper.com. Also, go to TimCast.com. Click Join Us if you want to support our work directly. You can buy the coffee or you can just say, hey, you know what? I like you guys so much. I'm going to become a member. As a member, you get access to our uncensored members-only shows Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. We're going to have one of those for you tonight. And you, as a member, can call in, submit questions, and talk to us and our guest, and get access to our Discord server, which you'll have to do if you want to submit questions and hang out with like-minded individuals who create their own shows and have their own projects. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's really awesome. Smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more is Cash Patel. Hey, it's great to be back with you. Uh, just coming off the heels of my book launch. Yes, selfish plug, Government Gangsters. The Biden administration spent 10 months trying to block its release. Had to go to federal court and sue to get it out. Wow. You got to understand what's in there. Uh, Donald Trump launched on Truth Social a couple weeks ago. Already a bestseller. He calls it the roadmap and blueprint for 2024. Basically, it's how you destroy the deep state. And I name every government gangster I ever encountered by name and title. And I also put the government receipts in there. The Biden administration came back and said, national security secrets can't go to print. They redacted less than wow. 0.05% of my book at the end of the day. 0 0.05. 0 0.05. The same, juicy. the same seven words, eight times over. Really? It's hilarious. <laughs> can you not say the words? I can after the show. It's kind of <laughs> funny, but like, you know, it's hilarious. But that's the whole thing, you know. And so go to governmentgangster.com, get your signed copy today. Help me crush the deep state. Right on. Yeah, everybody buy it. We'll get it to the top. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. We'll get it to number one. Amazon, Target, all that stuff. Yeah, really go. great. Thanks for hanging out, man. Should, yeah, be, should be a blast. Awesome. We got Hannah Claire hanging out. Yeah, hi. I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. That's on a fantastic uh, book recommendation. If the Biden administration doesn't want you to read it, you should buy it yeah, immediately. I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm with TimCast News, and Brett's here also. Yes, hello. Uh, I am Brett Dasovic. I am the host of Pop Culture Crisis, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on YouTube. 
And I am Surge.com. I just got a Truth Social account. Boom. Cash. Three new it. Truth Social users. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Brett as well. Bring it in mind right now. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's about to be Donkey Kong on there. Donald Trump is going bananas on Truth Social, and it's just going to get better. Time oh, to right. retruth stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to do some retruthing. Anyways, guys. <laughs> retruthing, uh, does, that doesn't sound like propaganda <laughs> at all. <laughs> Let's jump into this first story from the New York Times. Oh. Jenna Ellis, former Trump lawyer, pleads guilty in Georgia election case. Three lawyers indicted with Trump for trying to uh, three lawyers indicted with Donald Trump for trying to overturn the 2020 election results will now cooperate with prosecutors in the racketeering case. I believe this makes four guilty pleas mm -hmm. and uh, Sidney Powell got six years in pro uh, of probation and then the other three got five years. Jenna Ellis gets f got five years. I believe she also got 100 hours of community service Ooh. and and, uh, fine. and pay a fine. We have the video here. I'm going to play it for oh, you. God. Let's uh, yeah, we're going to listen to what she had to say. Uh, Audio is good. Yep. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. Oh. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously. Oh, sorry, I can't. And I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. So uh, I, I hope, I hope, Several other states file criminal charges against her and she goes to prison for a very, very long time. Did you hear what she said? She she confessed to trying to uh, overturn uh, an election, a, du a duly elected Joe Biden. She confessed to doing it. Now, in all seriousness, um, I think it's fair to say she's opened the door legally by stating that in Georgia and many other states, she did this. She did this thing. And if there are other states in which Democrats have any kind of uh, legal capability, they could charge her as well and then make her go through it all over again. The biggest mistake all of these people are making, in my opinion, is taking the plea deals. I've heard a lot of people say the cases against these individuals in Georgia is so weak that the prosecutors didn't want to go to trial. And I'm like, then you go to trial. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then that, you say that's I, the reason to do that. Yeah. This shows she was terrified. And so I'll say this just on the surface. If it is true that she and many others knowingly lied to commit this crime, then I think they're getting off easy. Otherwise, she genuinely believed she was doing her, her constitutional duty in providing a legal service uh, to an individual who's seeking a redress of grievances. And now she is betraying not just that individual, but this country. So in that case, lock her up. See if I care. She'll get she'll get no defense from me. And not to mention, I mean, we'll get into it in a little bit, but like the hundreds of thousands of dollars she raised. A lot of people are really upset about this. 
you know, what does it mean to give someone's legal defense? She paid her lawyers with the money. Does it mean she's taking it all the way? Some people were saying she should take a plea agreement, but I'm curious uh, what you think, man. I mean, you worked in the administration. Yeah, look, as a prosecutor, as a public defender, um, the interesting thing about this entire case, I mean, put aside the fact that I don't think there's a basis to bring it, but let's put that on pause for a second. And the first three guys out of the gate that flipped are lawyers. And what does that mean? What did they actually do? Having been in the Trump administration and around the boss and literally talking to him every week, these guys didn't really do anything. So, okay, what are they going to say? Are they going to break attorney-client privilege, which they don't hold, President Trump holds, and say, and commit a felony and get disbarred and get prosecuted and just to say Donald Trump is guilty of X, Y, or Z? And they're not stupid people. I think the reason they pled guilty is they know the crimes are bogus, but they came in there with so many slews of felonies. So it's like, oh, you're looking at 85 years. Mm -hmm. We'll get you on one. And this jury pool sucks. It's in somewhere in Georgia that is a, a county that is like 88% pro-Biden. So they're going to get convicted. So they're just trying to stay out of jail, pleading to misdemeanors. But I would really like to, you know, and I also looked at- Sydney No, no, Paskis. no, that's a felony. I'm pretty sure Jenna Ellis was a she felony. She pled guilty to a felony? I'm pretty sure it was a felony. And and I, and I because I was reading it and I thought it was- uh, because Sidney Powell was like six misdemeanors and they, kept, right. they dropped all her She's feathers. the first one to go, though. I mean, they gave her the best deal. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to check because yeah. the, the story I was reading earlier, I'm pretty sure she right. was the one that was a single felony, which uh, was, uh, I thought was interesting. What? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. She yeah. pleaded guilty to a felony charge. Wow. So no more traveling outside the country. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> It's it's one count of aiding and abetting false statements and writing and writings for stuff she said to the Georgia. No, Senate. no. If you commit a felony and it's in the favor of the Democratic Party, like Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI attorney who lied to the federal court about CIA documents, he got reinstated to the bar last year yeah. and has a seven figure job now. Well, so, he's more trustworthy. Right. To them so now. this is coming along with her book deal and her tell all. And I think Look, it's part of the process. It's why you heard from that White House intern who made her, her lies and launched her bogus book. But this is what they do. The media captures them and says, we're going to launch you to. Uh, you know, part of me says I don't blame any one of these individuals for taking the deal because they all took the deal. Right. It is a sign of the weakness of the anti-establishment. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. ...faction in this country that they don't actually stand up for anything. And then you look at, uh, uh, we, we talked about this, this uh, uh, famous makeup artist, whatever her name was, you know. Uh, her line is Huda Beauty. I can't remember Huda her Beauty. last name. She posts in favor of Palestine, gets a whole bunch oh, of yeah, backlash, and she says, I don't care. Don't buy my products. I stand for what I believe in. And I'm like, man. Okay. I mean, these, these, these leftists are willing to just sacrifice everything yeah. for uh, their business, their company, their money. 
You've got you've got the a whole bunch of reports of people getting fired from their jobs. They don't care. It's always been this way. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this with BLM. The guy who worked at Taco Bell put on a BLM COVID mask, yeah. and they said you can't wear that. And he goes, I refuse to take it off. And they said if you don't take it off, you're fired. And he goes, fine. Goes outside, films a video, and says I got fired for Black Lives Matter. And then the company apologized. Oh, we're so sorry. What do people on the right do? They take a plea deal. What did Jenna Ellis do? She was a lawyer who was approached by a client who says, here's my argument. Can you draft this for me? And she goes, oh, yeah, we'll go through it and we'll advise you on it. And that was it. She was she was she had one count under Rico and one count of, uh, I believe, soliciting a public official or something like that. Two two charges is what she was facing. And she took a felony plea deal, hundreds of thousands of dollars and is crying. What I what I genuinely believe is that Jenna Ellis legitimately thought she was representing her client in 2020 and is now terrified and would rather sell you out, you out, all of us out in this country so that she can yeah, disappear. But, into but this the sunset. is a part of like this is an established practice. If you're in Trump world and you're in Trump orbit and you get jettisoned for not doing your job properly there, not only is it a scarlet letter, it's an act of vengeance. Look at the t- the gal that's on the uh, not the Today Show, but the view, right? <laughs> That's one example. The other intern that wrote the White House book. As long as you get jettisoned from Trump world and are willing to play ball, I guarantee yeah. you every one of these people has a book deal yeah. lined up, mm-hmm. has a show lined up, and is now guaranteed not to go to prison. And like you said, they don't have any morals. They don't have any convictions. All they have to do is just say what they want, and they're going to be famous. They're yeah. going to go to Hollywood and L.A., and people are going to put them on their shows, and they're going to well, be the greatest look, saviors of America. If, if Sidney Powell, of all people, Michael Flynn's attorney... I got to remind your audience, Sidney Powell was Michael Flynn's attorney who helped overturn that case. And 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 if 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 she of all people will flip on Trump, why would anyone hold the line? Yeah, they, they, they just watched. It's like being on the battlefield and watching George Washington drop his pants and cry and run from the battlefield. I, I shouldn't compare her to George Washington, but I'm saying like <laughs> a bunch of regular people are watching Sidney Powell go on TV and scream and bang her fist and say, I will not back down. The viral video of her saying, I will not be intimidated. And then as soon as they're like, we're criminally charging, you starts crying. She's like, please, I'll do anything I mean, you say. This is a woman who was one of the people smiling in her mugshot, yeah. right? Yep. She presented uh, this. She was too. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She so, presented this this uh, intensity uh, to an extreme degree. How can we have a country where we're saying, you know, we're anti-establishment. You've got to confront the values here. You have to stick by these things. And then you have these uh people immediately turn. I mean, obviously it's what the Democrats want, but in some ways to me, it really foils the motion that Trump filed today in his January 6th case yeah. saying, you know, you should dismiss, dismiss the case because mm-hmm. of First Amendment and do- double jeopardy. But one of the lines in the case was under the First Amendment, Trump and his supporters have the right to question and doubt what the government tells them. And so this idea that like she knowingly promo- promoted false information, number one, did she know it was wrong? And under the First Amendment, doesn't she have the right to doubt it? I mean, it is sad to see someone who could have argued a really articulate message in court take the plea deal. I understand that there's pressure. On the other hand, if we're a values-based movement, you need people who are willing to defend their values. The bravado is always so much more so online than it is in <laughs> yeah. the real world. But also, like you said, like it, for somebody, like you were talking about the makeup, uh, she was a makeup distributor, right? She's signaling to her base who's going to support her anyways, but when somebody who's anti-establishment on the right is pushing back, they feel a lot of the times like they're out on a life raft once they actually put themselves out there like that, because where is there to go? 
if it all falls through and they start coming at you with criminal charges that you do have to, you know, especially if, if they have a family, if they have kids and stuff like that, they're thinking about what that's going to happen. I'm not saying that's right, wrong. I'm just saying I understand where the mindset comes from, mm-hmm. where you, at the end of the day, a lot of these people are going to put themselves and their loved ones first over the movement because that's just hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. For a lot of them. I think this is a direct result of the two-tier system of justice yeah. that's been built in this country. It's one of my biggest grievances in government gangsters. And it's not just in federal court, it's in state court. And what Tim said was, they flipped. That's the key for me. Is for, okay, what did they flip on? But what they're doing is they're going out to the New York Times and saying, Ooh, we got Trump's three top lawyers. And as a guy from Trump world, I'm telling you, these people barely did anything for the boss. And he came out and announced that Sidney Powell wasn't even his attorney. Yeah. So what they're doing, though, publicly is they're saying three Trump lawyers have now pled guilty to the election fraud scam case run by Donald Trump. They're trying it in the public. They're trying to get more and more dominoes to fall so that when Trump gets to court in in Georgia, finally, whenever that is, they're going to say, oh, 14 defendants have pled guilty. You must be guilty by association. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But where's the evidence? Because if they had it, this is the thing about, you know, about the New York Times and these corrupt prosecutors. If they had a recording, if they had, you know, the I got you moment, the kill shot, it would have leaked. This is the evidence. No, but that's what I'm saying. When they begin filing 14th Amendment challenges to Donald Trump's 2024 candidacy, they're mm-hmm. going to say, the court judge to say, what's your evidence? Jen Ellis and Sidney Powell confessed. Mm-hmm. We have confessions, Your Honor. We have several oh, yeah, confessions. That Colorado case. I mean, if they yeah. had, an, to, to your point, if Not they had an ace in the hole, yeah. they wouldn't offer the plea deals. They would want every single person to go down for as long no, as possible. No, yeah, as a prosecutor, I was like, I don't want to, you're not going down for five years. You're going away for 40. But it means F- that they, they don't have anything. <laughs> like, right. Your point. What was the maximum, tr- like if she had been, if she had oh. gone to court and, tr- and tried her luck, what was the maximum sentence she would have gotten? I think it's probably twenty years because it's a RICO conspiracy. Okay. So would, it's, they, it's would they? Would they? Would all the sentences be concurrent? If, not. No, it's up to the judge. Yeah, not at all. Like you could stack them. You can hold. She them. had two. She had so, two, two two charges. Yeah, so RICO. You, and, you can make them consecutive. Um, so it's a it's a total crapshoot. But that Fourteenth Amendment thing. This is just another like hysterical thing. Has anyone read the first sentence of the Fourteenth mm-hmm. Amendment? I know you guys have, but it says these individuals shall not. And it names the vice president, the senators, the members of the House of Representatives and lower level offices. You know who doesn't name? The presidency. The 14th Amendment by its first sentence doesn't apply to the presidency. And we have all these freaking lawsuits around the country trying to disbar or whatever the word is, get Donald Trump off the ballot, which is hilarious. And this boondoggle in Colorado, I think, just uh, forwarded the case on to say, oh, this issue is ripe for uh, decision making because people are talking about it publicly. So uh, Section 3, I believe, correct? Yeah. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who is having taken an oath as a member of Congress or an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution shall have engaged in insurrection, et cetera, et cetera. So vice president and president are not in here. It says nope. elector of vice exactly. of president and vice president. Exactly. The president is explicitly not, not in there. What do you think? The founding fathers just forgot? <laughs> well, I mean, this was Civil War era. No, I know. But like they would have they were contemplating. What if we have to kick out these people right. from office? They mm-hmm. contemplated kicking out the president. And they said, no, that power is not going in the Constitution. Mm. I mean, that was their decision. Hasn't been overturned in two hundred so then where fifty some years. What what where does this all go? I mean, Supreme Court, I the, mean, the all of it. Yeah, but I don't see the Supreme Court right now siding against Trump on this on this matter. No, it's not. But it's going to take like three years. I was going to say, how long will it drain take to resources? Get there? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, look, they're doing it to every. Like, I've spent five hundred thousand dollars in attorneys' fees on January sixth subpoenas, special counsel subpoenas. I'm just one of the guys. 
I mean, this is what they want you to do. Cop a plea, bend the knee, we'll give you the book deal. You know, Cassidy Hutchinson goes out in the world and lies. Literally, it's hilarious to me that her most promising statement of truth was President Trump reaching through the beast and trying to grab the steer. Have you been in the beast? <laughs> I have. There's bulletproof window between the driver and the car part of where President Trump, what did she, was she Hulk? Did she punch through the glass window? And Trump? how did she, see, or Trump, right? And how did she even I believe see it? it? If someone told me that Donald Trump got really green and big, and then I'd, I'd have to believe that. I, I think Harold wow, Bruce Glass just gets out yeah. of his way. They're too scared of him. <laughs> so he's the new Chuck Norris. They'll right, just right, 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 yeah. There's he, a, there's a Diet Coke. He just looks at it and it yeah. apart. It's like, it, but it is, it is hard to say, like, if what are you going to take? Are you going to take 500 for a lot of these other people, right? Yeah. It's 500000 in legal fees minimum yeah. or the book deal down the line. And your yeah, family doesn't. Payday. Yeah. I mean, you're lit talk about winning the lottery. Yeah. You're getting s multiple seven figures just for lying. And you're going to be glorified in the media. The back end of what we have to deal with is the if you like look up my name in the media, I might be the Antichrist. <laughs> Yeah. If you believe what the New York Times has said about me, but they will just defame you. They will make up stories. They will attack your family. Death sentences. Yeah. I've gotten those things at my house every other month because they, they doxed me and let out my personal information. I mean, this is what they do to you. And the it's media, kinda, it's, it's never end. It's never like you, that, that pressure never gets turned no, off. Never, no. it's, it's sad to me that there are people, there are very few people of conviction mm -hmm. that, you know, this, this was when I was reading this story earlier on my morning show, I just. I, I don't understand the perspective of a person who would purport to hold certain values and then sacrifice them as a, at, a, at a moment's notice. I understand Jenna Ellis is a grifter. Sidney Powell is a grifter. This is, this is what they are, right? They said all these things they, didn't cl they clearly didn't believe. Because mm -hmm. the, the, the question I have to ask people is like, if, 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 uh, are, are you religious? Yeah. Uh, Christian? Hindu. Hindu. Uh, if, you were, if you were forced by a court to renounce your faith... Otherwise, you go to jail. Would you do it? They go pound sand. I'll go to jail. Right. And I'm like, if you and I, the reason I bring up religion is because this is something that people truly feel as a, as a conviction they cannot sacrifice. Yeah. And I'm like, to see people like this go up in front of TV and be like, this is true. and This is correct. And then turn around and be like, psych. Well, people who have really strong convictions are vilified by especially mainstream media. I mean, right. let's look right. at Owen Troyer, who reported to jail today, right? Yeah. He is someone who has strong convictions and is treated like a complete other because of it by mainstream media if they talk about him at all and what's being done to him because there's, it's very difficult to spin his case. So Jenna Ellis, uh, this was her, her uh, give, send, go. And it's, been, it's, it's the archive because it's been removed. She raised $216,000. This is an archive from earlier today. And it's, it's interesting because there are comments from people saying she should take the plea deal because otherwise she's going to burn through all that money and 200K is not enough to fight a legal battle like sure. this. Especially against any government. But, but there are a lot of people who are furious and they thought that they were donating to fight the charges, not for her to just instantly cave. Well, that's and the thing, it. right? She came in to be like, okay, you're going to be like the stalwart here. You're going to be the <clears> fact <throat> witness in this case that exposes the corruption of the deep state in the Georgia state prosecution. Do you think they turn on Trump and testify against them? That, that, that's the deal they have to sign. My question is, that's in every plea agreement, no matter what, whether what people don't realize is when you sign a plea agreement that says I'm pleading guilty, you're saying you're cooperating. Yeah. In, I've done a thousand and one plea agreements, every one. Whether you actually do down the road, 99% of people never do because it never comes up. But the substantive question for folks like her and Sidney Powell and whoever the other person is, is what do they have on Trump?
Like, what do they have a phone call and a recording that you know of conspiring of words? No, they exactly. can make up. Well, and this AP News when they they covered it, they were saying you know ultimately they're going to call into question their credibility because these people were participating in what Trump is being convicted of, and so it's easy to sort of say, but you were doing it too. Why are you turning on Trump? I mean, sure. they're not the stellar star witnesses that p- maybe the prosecution would want them to you, be. You mentioned these book deals and these TV shows. The only course of action that Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell are going to have is to become woke leftists. Well, they're, or, on, they're or on their way. Neolibs, because they cannot show their face. Oh, no. In, in a Trump rally. Oh, it would, it, they get tomatoes thrown at them. Boo. Well, I mean, get, figuratively. They're they out. Get to be the, they get to be the talking head conservatives on, but on The View and on CNN. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and talk about like Cohen. They're yeah. going to be like Cohen. It's oh, like, oh, I was so wrong. No, no. It's like you were talking about, you know, specifically these, these three people. They're in it for the attention. They're not in it for the convictions. It reminds me of like 85% of the people that are in Congress, literally. They're there <laughs> to get rich, to get famous. They don't care about their convictions. Oh, I'll pass this budget deal today and I'll sell my soul tomorrow for you because you're a big lobbyist and are giving me a seven-figure payday. I mean, these people have made a career in D.C. out of these boondoggles. And to me, this is just a different extension of that. You're, while you might not be in Congress, you are going to get a golden parachute of monumental proportions for doing this nonsense but their their, their only course of action is going to is going to be to do, go the cohen route and be like oh, yeah. oh i was so wrong and i'm i'm you know trump is bad all yeah. these all these former conservatives who now acted yeah. like orange man bad you like know? Yeah. The, the lincoln project after 2020 <laughs> they, they're like the job's not done we're oh, now going after God. republican senators and it's like wait wait wait, wait no wait. they're just going after children but oh right but the the, the 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 Lincoln Project says we want to restore the party of Lincoln. So we must remove Donald Trump. And then once the, once Trump's out, they're like, but we're going to go after other Republicans too. And it's just like, right, because this is the grift. Yeah. That's that's the game. Oh, it's a money-making scam. Like these people are getting paid. Yeah. Like if you guys actually knew the amount of seven figures that is doled out by the Soros-funded boondoggles, by all of these organizations, on they are so much more organized than the Republicans ever will be. I hate to admit it, but I, they are. Yeah. And they just stroke in checks. I don't understand. I just really, really don't. There are evil, sick, twisted people. I got to be honest. There is a certain point where money doesn't do anything for you. And I'm like, why sell? Why destroy everything around you for something that you couldn't even really do anything with? Like to, 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 to elaborate, you get to a certain point of wealth and and I quite literally mean this speaking from experience, where it's hard to track things that you're buying and and, and what you're investing in and you hire people to do it. And it's just like, for what purpose does it, en- it doesn't enrich your life. I mean, for, for me, a lot of the stuff we do here at TimCast is like investing in, in the projects, the missions, the people, the culture, building things like we bought a building because we're going to open a coffee shop. But for for people in this in, in this in this world, when it comes to news and politics, what for what reason does Nancy Pelosi need $200 million net worth to sell out and destroy the country. I'm sorry. Some people are just evil. There are jobs that you don't really expect people to make a lot of money in. And we all hear Congress. politicians say, I'm here for public service. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, is- the most lucrative career I could have gone into. Right. The question for me is with these plea deals, they'll run out, right? We now have th- three people who are willing to testify. At a certain point, Georgia's going to want to have a pretty big show of we've convicted all these people. There are 15 co-defendants the, and, left. So... So let me ask you, Cash. At a certain point, they stop offering plea deals because they've got they've got now three cooperating witnesses who will testify against the others. Yeah, I think they keep going only because it's just it's free press. 
Every day, Donald Trump's just a little more guilty. Well, that guy's yeah. guilty. That girl's guilty. She's guilty. He, well, he's got to be guilty. And then you get 15 people to testify against Trump, and that's your evidence. In, in, in an Atlanta jury trial, which is like game over, if it was a fair court where you could go in and cross-examine these witnesses and shred their credibility based on their past actions, past statements. These people have been on TV, on national TV, saying the exact opposite of what they're about to testify to under oath, and you would destroy them. But it doesn't matter. It's like a New York City jury. They're going to be like, what? And then wake up when the verdict's due and say guilty. Mm -hmm. In this case, too, look, this is going to go through the Georgia state court system, then the federal court. But the question is, are any of these cases actually going to get to a point where Donald Trump is convicted before the next election and one of these crazy people actually puts him in jail, in prison? Like one of these state court judges says, nope, you can have your appeal, but you're going in the clinic. I, th I think it's more so to drain his resources and make it impossible for him to campaign properly. Well, it is. I mean, look, if you have to be in court and not yeah. on the road, but take, for instance, I think only what Donald Trump can do. And obviously I'm biased. I'm his national. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Security advisor, but... He's in New York City basically campaigning from the courtroom. Yeah. Like the guy comes out every 25 minutes and makes a statement and everyone covers it. He's on Truth yeah. Social punching out, you know, hits against Cohen or whoever or the attorney that's, general. That's true. I mean, you know, we're talking about these members of Congress who make all this money. And you said like the most lucrative job. Well, a lot of the rank and file members of Congress, don't, you don't even know their names. They don't yeah. make any money. And it's, they're probably it's, it's, there for better reasons. Than oh, no, 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 no. You no. got to internet search the wealth of the member, average member. Of oh, Congress. yeah. It's half it's, of them are it's, millionaires. It's crazy. Wild. But but my point is not every one of them succeeds in getting attention sure. and, yes. and getting access. Mm -hmm. So for Donald Trump to be able to walk out of the courtroom every time they call him in and get every eyeball mm -hmm. in every the country, I that's that's something he could not pay for. I mean, a lot of there are tons of journalists that are just on Truth Social to see what he says. Well, right? let's 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 jump to the story from TimCast.com. Trump files motion to dismiss January 6th case, citing double jeopardy in First Amendment. This is interesting. Uh, former President Donald Trump has asked the U.S. District Court of Columbia to dismiss special counsel Jack Smith's case against him for his alleged role in the events of January 6th, citing the First Amendment and double jeopardy. Quote, if there is any constant in our democratic system of governance, it is that the marketplace of ideas, not the mandates of government functions, functionaries or partisan prosecutors determines the scope of public debate, stated Trump's reps in a filing. Countless millions believe, as Trump uh, consistently has and currently does, that fraud and irregular irregularities pervaded the 2020 presidential election. As the indictment itself alleges, President Trump gave voice to those concerns and demanded that politicians in a position to restore integrity to our elections, not just talk about the problem, but investigate and solve it. So I think what they're saying, uh, here's a quote. Additionally, as the United States Senate has previously tried and acquitted 
President Trump for charges arising from the same course of conduct alleged in the indictment, the impeachment and double jeopardy clauses both bar retrial before this court and require dismissal. Is that true? I mean, I'm not the constitutional lawyer. I think on freedom of speech and First Amendment grounds, he should, because if you're not, well, the two-tier system of justice again, right? If you're Nancy Pelosi, Hakeem Jeffries, Hillary Clinton, you can say the election was stolen, the election was rigged, this whole process sucks, I didn't win, wah, wah, wah. And then if you're Donald Trump, you're going to prison. So on that just basis alone, by the way, this judge could not be more corrupt and biased. We can get into that if you want to. Is that chicken? Yeah, I've literally been before her. Um, But the double jeopardy, here's a a really crazy thing about double jeopardy, and I only know this because I paid attention for like seven seconds in law school to try to pass the bar exam. (laughs) You can be charged in state and federal court for the exact same thing. It's not double jeopardy. You just can't be charged in federal court twice for the same or thing. or the same state i'm assuming like or the same state, it can't be right? the like same jurisdiction states. right right exactly yeah so on double jeopardy grounds he's good if he's saying no this needs to go because you already right. are alleging this in the south florida case in miami uh it's got to go then he's got a strong point I so these are these are both federal then these are both federal this yeah, has to do with the miami dc case right and if they're going to bring more charges or not well uh, he was he, the, so in, in bringing up uh, um, it's interesting impeachment is not the criminal case. The, the The argument is first they would impeach Donald Trump, then convict him. And then after he's convicted, they can file the criminal indictment and seek to convict him on criminal charges. Where? In Congress? So, so the arguments as to why Donald Trump can't be criminally charged yet is that he has to be impeached for these things first. But he's been criminally charged. And- right, right. So, so the, the argument is, uh, uh, I can't remember who wrote this, um, we covered it several Oh, I see the ago. legal gymnastics you're talking about. Like, well, yeah, there, there's a constitutional go. argument that you can't criminally charge uh, uh, like like uh, members of the Trump administration or Trump himself yeah. because it's 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 the executive branch. You have to seek impeachment. Argument being, the president has broad leeway in in taking actions for the benefit of this country or the direction of this country. And if you believe the president has done wrong by this country, you have to impeach him. Which is the statement of, I challenge, I, I, I hereby accuse you of wrong, I crimes and yeah. misdemeanors. Then the Senate convicts him for doing it. Then, after we all agree the president has broken his oath of office or whatever, yeah. you then file criminal charges against him. That's a pretty good constitutional argument. I mean. I, it, it makes the most sense. Because because well, well, if you if that was not the case, any blue state could file criminal charges against the president anytime. Hmm. It's yeah. State charges, oh, the president yeah, committed yeah. a crime. I, I, what? How are we supposed to have a president if... What, like, think about the Civil War when the states were upset with Lincoln pre-Civil War mm-hmm. and the fears about, imagine if, if, if Virginia or, or Alabama was just like, eh, we're criminally charging the president. Well, you couldn't. That, that was the argument. He has to be impeached, which is the agreement the president has committed high crimes and misdemeanors and then is removed from office more so than just the, it, 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 I'll put it this way. If that is not the standard, then there is no president. Mm. A single state could challenge the results of an election by criminally charging a president yeah, for anything. So you need a federal level impeachment against him before you can try and criminally charge him at a state level. Well, you're not also level. not supposed to be ever to be able to charge him while he's sitting in office. So it's going to be even interesting if he wins 2024. And what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, that's 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 exactly the argument uh, they're making is that the actions they are charging Trump over happened while he was president, in which case. <clears throat> I agree with that. He should be immune from that prosecution because until he's convicted in an impeachment trial, uh, right? Then, uh, so totally on board with that because he was in the White House. He was he was still there saying 
whatever he was allowed to say, and that's protected. But and, and I would I would I would say this too. Uh, the reason why I have nothing but disgust for for those lawyers like Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell is that it is a it is not just a, a constitutional duty to provide legal counsel mm -hmm. to an individual. It is not just a legal duty to provide counsel to someone who uh, is seeking a redress of grievances. It is an obligation for Donald Trump, if he believes the election was stolen, to pursue all legal methods to investigate and uh, and seek remedy. That would mean any lawyer who is taking up that job has a, a duty to this country to make sure that's the case. For Jenna Ellis to have lied in, in, in her previous statements that she believed or that, that, that she in, in her arguments for Sidney Powell to have lied or to have flipped now. They are basically saying the fabric of this nation means less to them than their personal comfort. Yeah. And what you're also saying is that a president, a sitting president, is not entitled to counsel. Is right. that the precedent we want to set? Is that the historical foundation we want to set? Because you disagree with him politically and that decision should be adjudicated at the polls and not in the courts of law. Are we going to now, when President Trump say he wins in 2024, are we going to go back and arrest based on this DOJ's precedent? Every Joe Biden attorney that worked against electing President Donald Trump and provided advice to Joe Biden saying it was OK to take classified documents out of the, you know, when you were vice president and senator. I mean, that's what they want us to do. And I think they don't care because the mainstream media will cover them and it'll just be orange man bad. But it's a two tier system yeah. of justice. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Well, uh, the argument is a three tiered. You've got uh, the people who get away with everything. Yeah. The regular people that get ignored and never right. get any attention. And then the people who are arrested for everything. <clears throat> You know, so there are a lot of people who have, have talked about going to the police for help because of crimes and they are completely ignored. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Go to D.C. Is a big yeah. reason a lot of this go is going on that right now, given the way approval rates are sitting, are they worried that undecided voters who are looking for something different, who may are like, look, four years have gone by. I Maybe you forget a little bit of like a lot of these people who maybe didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2020. Mm -hmm. Four years have gone by. Things have gotten bad enough now that maybe they're like, maybe I'm willing to go back to that. Is the idea to keep this in the news, keep him in trial, not just in an actual trial, but uh, the court of public opinion to keep voters from wanting to swing back and possibly give him a shot this time around because you keep dirtying him up by keeping him in the news with all these cycles. Well, that's the hope. Yeah. Look, remember, the Democrats aren't stupid. Yeah. They're evil and they're wicked <laughs> and they're geniuses at certain points in yeah. time when they collaborate together. They don't want Joe Biden to be their candidate. They, they might not publicly say that, but they're not they're not morons. What they're trying to do is both dirty up Trump and Biden at the same time. And then they're gonna be like, no, no, we're you know, we're going after both people. Yep. But they want to give Joe Biden an exit ramp. It's not an it's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences in government. Major theme in my book that David Ignatius of the Washington freaking post comes out and says, oh, Joe Biden, you've done so well, but please retire now. That's not a coincidence. That means the FBI and DOJ gave David Ignatius the details of Hunter Biden's criminal case mm. and Joe Biden's criminal case and said, if we don't get this guy out, this is what's coming. And then we're going to indict him. But if we wow. just charge Hunter and we force Daddy Biden to commute his sentence, that's it. Game over. He can't be president. I, I, I think there's a decent probability that uh, Joe Biden gets indicted. For the reasons you just outlined, they might have to go to that. I'm saying that's their last option. It's it's it's, it's their but it's their plausibility shield for middle of the road uninitiated. Oh, 100. They'll go to Merrick Garland, 
who looks like a wet noodle every time he approaches a microphone, him and <laughs> him and Chris Ray, the worst FBI director in history, will go to the microphone and said, we charge two sitting presidents or whatever. One former we're president. We're not biased. We're not we, biased. We, we, Look we, at this. We're charging Biden too. We're everybody. And Biden's a criminal. And I think they- Biden is the sacrificial lamb. It, it could come term. to, I think Hunter's their leverage point. I think they get to that. But here's the thing. They got to figure all this stuff out in the next 90 days. Yeah. Once you get past the Iowa caucuses, they can't airmail in Gavin Newsom, the guy they want to come in to be president. Technically, if Joe Biden is incapable of running, it's something something will happen. I mean, you're you're right in terms of a primary. Yeah. Uh but they'll 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 they'll, they'll make it happen, you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. That's why th these articles are starting to come out from left-wing right. organizations. That's not random. No. Yeah. The government has called them and said, hey, this is coming. We need you to help us grease the skids. Get rid of this guy politely, and then we'll, we'll glorify him for being the savior from Trump. That's what they will literally write about him for decades to yep. come if this play happens, and half of America will buy it. That's why I kind of think a medical issue is the is the more likely out for Joe Biden. Well, you just have to watch him on TV for like thirty seconds if right. you want a medical issue. But how do you uh, how do you get Kamala Harris uh, out of the way? How do you get Joe Biden to not run? And how do you get a Gavin Newsom in? Joe Biden has a medical issue. Gavin Newsom runs out on stage, performs CPR, saves the life of the president. <laughs> I mean, think about it. And then Kamala Harris assumes the role acting president for the remainder of the year, but then says. You I know, really want to take that Senate seat in California. I need to return to my home. I, no, no, no. She's going to go take her $10 million payday. But um, what you'll say is, I, I, I am honored to have served this country as I acting took out president. Trump. I took mm -hmm. out Trump with Biden, the greatest victor. Right. You know? And I, I believe it is not in the cards for me to pursue an election with such short yeah. notice. So I'd that. like to uh, honor, you know, with honor and humility, offer up Gavin Newsom and, and ask him to, to lead this nation. And then you get a Gavin Newsom. That's why Newsom's yeah. probably, when's, when's he? He's debating uh, uh, DeSantis. DeSantis on the 30th. Which is? Of this of month? November, November. Of November. I, for, for, for Tater Ron to go in there and, <laughs> and accept this debate just shows you the disparity of where these two individuals you are. Wanna, you want to know uh, my conspiracy uh, theory is? You can, uh, yes, I do. But once, you know what's hilarious for your audience? I go to engagements around the country for for. Donald Trump all the time. I do big events, whatever. What, you know, Ron DeSantis should call in for presidency when he could put more people in a room than Cash Patel. I mean, this. have you seen his events? Yeah, it's yeah. sad. Here's what I think. A year and a half ago, we were talking about Ron being president. I mean, tons of outlets were, were, were sure. having this conversation. Before Trump announced, before he was back in yeah. the game. And there was conversations when Trump was announcing that a Trump-DeSantis ticket would be unstoppable. Before I DeSantis. I remember being part of those conversations. Here's my conspiracy theory. Special interests who, uh, establishment interests, knew that was the case. Mm -hmm. Probably looked at the polling data and says Trump's a wild card that pisses people off, but DeSantis stabilizes his numbers by being that more boring regular politician. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure they can never form that ticket. Mm -hmm. So they go to DeSantis, whisper sweet nothings mm -hmm. in his ears. And you, and you and, and I wondered this. And I, I say it's a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying it's, I literally believe it's absolute. I'm saying just entertain the, the, the interesting thought based on this. If you look at what Ron DeSantis' campaign has been like, your only conclusion could be that he is being sabotaged. Have you seen him wearing the high heels? Oh, the cowboy boots with the big lifts? B big lifts is an understatement. <laughs> Uh, he should look, have just gone straight to platforms. You know? the, 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 the front <laughs> of the boot is platforms. flat and bent. Like there's no foot in it. His It looks like his foot is pressed up against the front of the boot and there's a four inch lift in them. Oh, now, God. I'm not saying I know for a fact that's true, but these are the memes that are coming out. You look at how, um, you know, Ashley St. Clair made a joke about it and Christina Pushaw starts attacking her. And I'm like, is, is, 
are, are like are they intentionally nuking? The first thing I said was I believe that Ron DeSantis' campaign staff are secret Trump supporters who are intentionally nuking his campaign to help Trump. Then I thought about it. And I'm like, maybe the real goal is to stop DeSantis from having teamed up with Trump in the first place, because now that relationship is is uh, beyond repair. Yeah, it's nuked. It's. Yeah, and I don't I don't really understand why it would not have been good for I know there's that whole thing, you know, if you have a moment in politics, you don't want to miss it. But mm-hmm. would DeSantis have suffered from being vice president? You know, no. I don't think he would. I mean, he can't be governor again, right? Isn't he term limited? So yeah. right. where Some... does he go? Vice presidency is not a bad idea, especially to gain official exposure on the national stage. Or you or you give him a secretarial position in the cabinet, secretary of agriculture, whatever. Right. Education. That Education. Was like one of the have, yeah. ha- have it out for like two years or four years. And you'd still only be 46. You know, at the time of the end of the second Trump administration, you can run in. But I think there's a, it's not a conspiracy. So you got to look at Tr- DeSantis's top three donors. Ken Griffin from Citadel. Number yeah. one. He's now actually conveniently stopped giving Ron. Money. Yep. But when it first started, they went all in on the super PAC. And I know the guys running that super PAC. They were always never Trumpers and Trump haters and flipped the wagon as soon as it became convenient for them. And they were the ones out there in the media saying, we are going to be the ones that save the Republican Party from Donald Trump. And I remember everybody excoriating Trump for being like, you can't make fun of Ron. You can't call him DeSanctimonious. Which is not the best nickname, I will say. I mean, but here's the effect, right? Whether it was the best nickname or not, Trump's strategy was to kneecap him before that guy ever got out of the gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everybody in the political arena was saying, this is not going to work. And Ron Ron literally puts less people in a room yep. than I do if I send out one truth social it, post. It, it sounds like they said, if if Trump gets DeSantis on the ticket, he's going to, we can't beat him. There's nobody who can run against him. But nope, new, nobody. And so they were like, let's let's go to DeSantis and offer him tons of money and tell him he's the guy. And it's, yeah. his, it's, his, it's his path convince him and then once he betrays trump that's it we're done and then they walk away and they stop giving him money isn't he like number five now already like on the on the what do you call it the gop stakes he's not even like the second i think guy. i think he's number three, three. in three. the prediction three. market okay. but but you, you mentioned this the donors have stopped giving him money they pulled and out that was a while ago and yeah. then he had that mass layoff like they barely gave him any money at all it's kind of crazy but don't worry when he debates gavin newsom who by the way will probably clobber him like you, I don't like Gavin Newsom, but he's charismatic, he's smart, and he knows how to speak and debate. And that's going to be, yeah. I'll actually, that'll be the one debate I watch. Yeah. I won't watch any of the GOP ones, uh, but I'll watch that one. Look at this. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley is in second place in the prediction market. Mm-hmm. I never would have saw that coming. I got to nope. be honest. She oh, was wow. doing well in New Hampshire last I yeah. checked. That's it's also hard for Ron to push back against Trump when it comes to like the uh, the social media presence because he is supposed to be this traditional politician that was more of a uh, quiet mind, you know, quiet Reagan. face. Per- yeah, mm-hmm. like so it's a lot harder in the social media age when everything's a meme to push back when people are saying that you're wearing high heels. <laughs> how do you, how does somebody dignify, you know, use dignity to get their way out of that, right? So you said that the the people that work for him then say to Ashley Sinclair, oh, you're you're being rude for doing something like this when that's that's not going to work, not in the social media I age. mean, you'd hope that he'd lean into the fact that he's young and yeah. be like, you crazy kids on social media yeah. with your jokes <laughs> and your ideas. But instead What's it was TikTok? just this crazy serious thing. I mean, like he could have gone boot shopping on TikTok and, or like yep. on Reels he, or whatever. And it might have been better, but the the it really feels to me like the undercurrent of what's around him is looking for a fight and they're feeling insecure. And again, I actually feel like, you know, I, I always say that we I don't want to short the bench, right? Like 
if Trump is elected, he will only he'll be a one term president and he could do uh, incredible things. But we have to keep the momentum going. There has to be people after him. And mm. so whether it's Ron DeSantis or not, we don't need it to be this crazy infighting led by people who are feeling insecure about their campaign. Funny, too, because didn't like Logan Paul did the thing with Vivek mm-hmm. and it became his biggest social media platform to to push his campaign ideas like Ron probably would have been better off figuring out a way to actually lean into the social media aspect yeah. of it. And better. Like, like this, well, this, this picture disarming. right here. Yeah. Who is that? It's more, I don't know, but like, doesn't it? You, you look at his boots and they're oh, on the ground, <laughs> but it does look like he's on his tippy, on his tippy toes. It's just, it's much just more weird. disarming to people to laugh with them, right? Yeah. And that's 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 the reality. But here. doesn't that break his his image, right? His image is supposed to be the person who uh, institutes policy and then doesn't feel the need to have to clap he, back. That's what they liked about him, right? Sure, they liked the fact that he was not the reactionary of Trump. But he but did he needs end to up cl- clapping yeah. back, and he could have been the guy that is like, "Oh, I'm so dignified. Ha yeah. ha! I'll laugh with you." No, but you're right. You know, you raise a good point. Like he could have just waited it out a hot second, been on a meteoric rise, and would have been the dude. You know, come yep. 2028, whatever that math is. Instead, not only is he not the dude now, he's never going to be the dude in this generation. Like, he's 45, so maybe at 65 he could make a play like Trump did, maybe in his 70s. But right now, he's gone. This Republican Party is completely different. The people in the state of Florida have to, re- everybody's like, oh, Ron DeSantis is doing a great job in the state of Florida. He is. Yeah. But do you know the vote structure in the state of Florida? In 2022, Ron DeSantis got 4 million votes in the state of Florida. In 2022, Donald J. Trump got 5.1 million votes in the state of Florida. In 2022 yeah. or 2020? 2020, excuse right. me. Right. So when the year they were both on the ticket, that's the spread in the state of Florida. Wow. He was also losing a lot of the America First people, right? Because they were like, look, yeah. neocon. Like they, they immediately smelled neocon on him anyways. Well, the and donors. Had, yeah, yeah. And, and had a lot of questions about it. So he had a lot, he would have had a lot of ground to make up there anyways. Yeah. I mean, there are things that, uh, and I remember saying this at, like, at this time a year ago, that there were things that I thought DeSantis could bring to, let's say, a debate stage and talk about really interestingly. I mean, Florida is unique in the sense that it deals with a lot of illegal immigration that's unique to that region, right? They have uh, a lot of uh, immigration from Cuba. <laughs> they have a lot of immigration from, oh, Sorry. you good, homie? Sorry. Ron DeSantis just sent me, sends, his team just sent me a message for a, a donor event in Las Vegas where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you guys even know who you're sending this stuff to anymore? Like, Are you going to go? Are you going to go? Maybe, you know, why not? You know, maybe I'll go in there and go and walk into ask Treasure Ask him Island. about his boots. Yeah. I can ask him about his boots. The funny thing is it's in Treasure Island, which is Phil Ruffin's place, who's Donald Trump's best friend. I find this <laughs> all hilarious. He likes so, three, inch heel, three inch lifts uh, or four inch lifts. Just take a picture yeah. next time because we were trying should, to figure yeah, out the height. There. And look, in, in and I and I, I was personally offended as somebody who's short. You know, I wanted him to win want, the short vote. You wanted representation. I wanted representation. I wanted guy, him yeah. to win the short vote. Let's let's jump to this story from FoxNews.com, and uh, maybe we'll give Ron DeSantis a little bit of praise here after we just ragged on him. The <laughs> Santos administration directs Florida universities to terminate student chapters that support support Hamas terrorism. Now, the first thing I thought when I saw this was this is a, this is a misplay. This is Ron going too far in the culture war, targeting free speech from students. I don't I don't like that they support this stuff, but we want these far leftists to go out and talk about how they support Hamas. And then you actually read it. Ron DeSantis is correct in this regard. Mm-hmm. These individuals are not just speaking. The uh, Let me read this. The letter states the student group present at at least two universities in Florida known as the National Students for Justice in Palestine published a toolkit. It refers to the Hamas operation as the resistance and says that Palestinian students in exile are part of this movement, not 
in solidarity with the movement. Quite literally, I believe that's a violation of federal law in providing material support to terrorist organizations. So in this capacity, it goes well beyond just speech. And it's difficult. I always try to be careful and, 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 and I would, I would uh, personally require a lot of evidence and, and adjudication on this. I don't want a government a governor or a president to be able to come out and be like, nope, you said you support terrorists, so we're shutting you down. Like, no, 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 we'll bring it to, bring it to court. You should be able to just, just do this. They should, have, they should have filed something to, that they should have to respond to. There should be a due, uh, due process here. The letter explains that it's a felony under Florida law to knowingly provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. These chapters exist under the leadership of the National Students for Justice in Palestine, who distributed a toolkit identifying themselves as part of the Operation Al-Aqsa Flood, based on the National SBJ, uh, SP, uh, JP's sorry, support of terrorism. In consultation with Governor DeSantis, the student chapter must be deactivated. These two student chapters may form another organization that complies with Florida state statutes and university policies. The two institutions should grant these two chapters a waiver for the fall deadlines should reapplication take place. Now, my question here is, if they genuinely believe these individuals are supporting terrorism, why would they be like, just refile? Wouldn't they be like, we are going to arrest and charge you for this? Well, what people always forget now, especially, is that Hamas is a designated foreign terrorist organization. Mm -hmm. That has been the case for decades in Republican and Democratic um, uh, administration. So that's leg one of this whole statute about, you know, I used to prosecute guys for providing material support to terrorism. It can be arms, it can be money, it can be planning, it can be whatever, right? Conspiring with them to do bad stuff. So you have that piece of the puzzle. Are they a designated foreign terrorist organization? But here's the thing. That's not Florida law. It's federal law, right? So anything in Florida that speaks to that is, is superseded by federal law and material support statutes. So you're right. This is, I agree that if they're providing money to a foreign terrorist organization, it's it's material support. What if over. they what if they claim to be and are providing labor? Well, then you have to go to court and prove that you're providing labor that is not attributed to terrorist activity, right? You're, I'm saving babies in you know wherever and providing food to the homeless or something like that. So we get into this we get into this problem when we have all these humanitarian refugee camps, right, like across Syria, and all of these donors want to give money and you're like well we're giving it to all these people and known foreign terrorists who are in the camps that run the camp how are we going to what are we going to do with that yeah. that's been an ongoing issue for a long time what do you think of tom cotton he had that he wrote that letter to mallorca saying we need to expel foreign nationals who violate federal law by espousing support for hamas because you're not you're, you're barred yeah. from espousing. it's look it's it's the law like you know this doj won't actually do it because it's it's the doj along with the state department has to get together to make that you know injection possible but what he's saying, I think you have to break it down a little further than just expel everyone. If you are affiliated with a known foreign terrorist organization, Hamas, in America, and you are supporting them, in the very least, you should be kicked out of the country and more likely prosecuted. What normally happens is you get prosecuted, then you get stripped of your citizenship or residency status, then you get the boot. Do you think any of this is likely to happen, though? No, I not mean, in this administration. That, that's what not. I find to be the craziest you know. thing. There's going to be all of this fury, and the progressives themselves are divided over the issue, but nothing will happen from the Biden administration. Not in this one. And stuff like this is going to become more common in the internet age as these people are able to coordinate more freely, I yeah. assume? Well, like, look, so the difference between Al-Qaeda and ISIS, I mean, the main difference, right? Al-Qaeda, they brought yourself and your team to wherever stand, mountain region they were, to train you up, kick you out, and send you back out to do your thing. ISIS just did it online. That was their yeah, deal. Wow. 
that was their that was their whole recruitment platform. You don't need to come to you know Afghanistan or Pakistan. We're, we're click here and donate. Click here and learn how to fire an AK forty seven. And then eventually maybe you'll come down range and go to one of our camps. So that's already happening. And our problem has been, you know, it's a free speech thing. What if these guys are in these chat groups or in these you know pro ISIS organization chapters and they're saying, well, I just support what they say. I don't support what they do. It's 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 hard to prosecute that. It's hard to make that call, and it's hard. For, I think for a lot of like the free speech Americans who do believe in that, like especially because a lot of them are younger, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of those ISIS, the, those kids who got involved with ISIS was like in Minneapolis, yeah, or whatever. Like those were they were like barely out of their teens. Well, I mean, right? a lot so, of the con one of the arguments I hear all the time is that uh, especially with the like first generation Americans whose parents are you know of one culture and you're kind of torn between the two, they look for identity online and become radicalized, yeah. and so that's a very mm -hmm. difficult and sad story to peddle. On the other hand you know ultimately if the conclusion is radicalization you have to treat that really seriously yeah it's not fun i waded through a lot of those cases it's but you know people always forget you're like we focus on designated foreign terrorist organizations right because that's the federal law material hook for material support and it's not like we're just going after the kkk right like obviously i hate those guys but most of what they say is protected free speech. Their right to even organize and convene together is protected on their constitution. That's the way it should be, right? But there's a separation between what the KKK does and what ISIS and Al-Qaeda and Hamas and all these other organizations, Hezbollah, all these organizations do. You know, you're talking about people who have done so much destruction to American and American allies that the U.S. government was like, you're, you're on the list for life. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. it. There's like almost no getting off of it. Yeah. I wonder what you think of uh, the organizations that are uh, saying, you know, they won't hire these students from uh, Harvard. I think Larry Hogan just did that. Yeah. Because some people say you shouldn't cancel them. You shouldn't talk. Like there is an, an argument that that's not fair. On the other hand, like if you're hiring someone and they advocate for, you know, terrorist organizations that we have recognized since like what, 1997, mm. that's pretty serious. Well, first of all, all these, all these institutions are private. They can do whatever the hell they want. They can hire whoever they want. They can come out and say, we don't want Harvard guys who had done X, Y, or Z. They could have so done that. So is it different back. when Larry Hogan says he won't hire from Harvard? Well, if he's saying that, as, well, he's not governor anymore, so I don't know where he's hiring these people. But if he's hiring them for government jobs somewhere, then that that's going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. But if if even if like say JP Morgan, right, the world's largest bank is like, yeah, we're not taking anybody from Harvard because of this nonsense. Okay. What are they going to do? It's totally right. within their right to say that. Yeah. We're going to hire murderers. Do okay. you think it will change how academia uh, no, those guys are too far. I mean, that's out. what I always think that those sort of lost institutions. So Yeah, but a, a lot of these students started writing letters being like, no, 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 we're so sorry, we didn't know. And then oh. you got people coming up being like, these students really didn't know it was in the letter. We should uh, oh, be nice to them. A lot of these students are marching. Uh, they they, went, they've, they've not changed their mind. These students go to Harvard. <clears throat> They're not stupid. They can well, read. they are. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that would be, right, that would be their knee-jerk you know, argument. I went isn't to Ivy League school. I'm right. a brilliant isn't person. Isn't that a worse indictment that, like, you go to Harvard, but you didn't read you didn't this read. thing you were signing? <laughs> like, that's that That might be, it's like, I'm not hiring, I'm not not hiring you because you said you support Hamas. I'm not not, <laughs> right, I'm not right. hiring you because it's not that. you didn't that read you the, read you the, didn't read the damn paper right oh, man. like how or how you're can, lying that you did read it yeah. and now you're trying to be like oh no no i misunderstood either way all of those are very bad yeah it's not great yeah. it's uh, just gonna get worse the, mm -hmm. i think i think it's all connected like those institutions like harvard yeah whatever any ivy league school is connected to this entire pipeline movement that we've been talking about when these people flip when these people write books when they go on tv when the person who's the person that just went got kicked out of somewhere and is now like the uh 
professor at uh, at Princeton or or Yale. This just happened this no, week. No. Uh, I'll think oh, of it. Okay. Anyway, you get rewarded. Yeah. They're part of the reward system. Yeah. We're going to be, make you president of this institute. We're going to give well, you what's, a huge what, contract. What's funny about this, there's a uh, voice actress named Tara Strong. And uh, she's the voice of uh, like Timmy Turner and Batgirl, Harley Quinn. So a lot of people who are familiar with like DC Comics and, and cartoons have heard her voice. She mm. was on Drawn Together on Comedy Central. She got fired from a show because she was tweeting in support of Israel. So the show abruptly tweeted out that she would no longer be voicing one of their characters. And then she starts losing it. Like I'm being, I just, I'm finding out from the internet, I'm being fired for mm -hmm. being Jewish, things like this. But what I find fascinating about many of these people, uh, Tara Strong has me blocked, right? <laughs> because she's one of these woke leftists. And despite the fact that we always calmly and rationally tried to explain to them that these the BLM mm -hmm. and the far left want the eradication of Israel, they plug their ears and say, you're far right, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the reckoning comes for them. As, as, as we've been warning about for so long, these people who think that they can keep their head down and just side with the left will be left alone. They're, that's not true. She gets fired because of this. Well, Unless you have no opinions whatsoever. Like literally you would have to have no opinions whatsoever because eventually yep. No, but then they ask you, you, you're staying quiet yeah. on this issue. You're staying quiet on this issue. Why are you comment on That's it? That's what so, happened to Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. Exactly. So they, they kept demanding he keeps speaking up and he was like, I did. And they're like, more. And he's more. like, I've had it. This has been like the number, because we, we've just been talking a lot because every one of the, all these celebrities have something to say about what's going on right now. I'm like, you're not involved in this. Like, you don't need to have an and opinion it, on this stuff. It doesn't benefit It's you. all of their publicists that have yeah. something to say who are saying you really, really need to tweet about this. Let me Let me pull up this story from rollingstone.com. Oh boy. Hollywood stars, musicians call for release of Hamas hostages in letter to President Biden. Yeah. You know what the, the letter's basically saying? It's, it's saying Joe Biden declare war on Iran. Okay, but let's read. They say scores of Hollywood actors, musicians, comedians, and other entertainment figures signed an open letter to President Biden on Monday calling for the release of all hostages Hamas has taken. Among the hundreds of signatories were Amy Schumer, Jerry Seinfeld, Justin Timberlake, Madonna, Katy Perry, Bradley Cooper. The letter is part of a campaign called No Hostage Left Behind, which seeks the release of more than 200 hostages taken during the Hamas attack on Israel. Now, I, I, my question is, what is the ask? Hamas has hostages, so you wrote a letter to Joe Biden. It's simple. They're saying go to war and do whatever you have to do. <laughs> the the, the anti-war party is saying go to war and do whatever you have to do. You know, having run counterterrorism for President Trump and the hostage portfolios and bringing home 54 guys, we no. kind of know how to do it. And this 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 Americans have been taken. Joe Biden has brought home none of them. The Qatari government has brought home four Americans. Wow. Four. Yeah. And this this warmongering machine, the liberals are saying, yeah, let's do another Afghanistan. Hollywood hasn't been anti-war in a long time. They've been anti-American for a long time yeah, uh, yeah. and pro okay. and pro-Islam during uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Lots of movies bear that out, but they're not anti-war, not not in any sense of the word. And right now, the, I think it's worse than that for a lot of this. I, I don't even know if it's so much that they think that far ahead. I think that they just know that these are issues that they need to have an opinion on because their public persona yeah. requires them to be seen seen and heard talking about and it's, things it's that a matter. way to stay relevant exactly right? they have to which be is worse on it. it's, somehow it's ridiculous it's i mean if you actually so care cynical. about anything like this would you make it so like i need my t i need to post this tweet so people engage with mm. it so they see that i'm empathetic i mean it's really ultimately narcissistic and about themselves i wonder though if hollywood 
uh, how much of Hollywood acknowledges that they're not anti-war anymore? It's the same thing no, with the Democratic they... Party being like, we're countercultural. And you're like, no, you're not. No. You you are the mainstream force and you market this all the time. And yet you claim that you're sort of this weird underdog when you're obviously not. Their brains don't process that at all. They still believe that they're the counterculture. They still believe that they're the party of anti-war. They also believe that they're part. They're the party of the of the uh, the little guy rather than the party of big banks and, and big money. But for a lot of it, like I've watched... Every one of these celebrities have the most artfully written response that's supposed <laughs> to appease both sides, only to watch them one by one get taken out instantly because they don't realize. I think a lot of it is not being fully in touch with your audience. It's like they don't realize the size of their platforms and just how div actually diverse the amount of people. Yeah, you're going to get soccer moms who like your stuff, but you're mm -hmm. also going to get young leftists. You're going to get they don't realize that no matter what you say. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. It will never be enough because the most vocal of either side will come at you no matter how neutral you remain. The best mm -hmm. thing you could do is not say anything, but they are too addicted to the attention mm -hmm. and they need the and they need the rub. And they're self-important. Right? Self they exactly. think the world needs their opinion, which is even challenging. I mean, it's similar to a lot of uh, politicians who weigh on on issues that they're actually probably not that well versed in. But they're saying, you know, if I don't get the right buzz out then no one will pay attention to me again it's desperate yep. i mean you were talking about the sport they ultimately all want the attention and that's why i think people fight so hard to stay in office right the, mm -hmm. i mean the fact that diane feinstein stayed in office until <laughs> she was actually dead is uh, crazy i mean that is not wanting to give up power it, i well it's power and relevance wasn't that's her all net worth yep. like a hundred some million dollars no, no, it, was it was like, like a billion a bi it's like a, she her, married like some a, crazy in like a, in like a, they were like private jet and I mean, she married a crazy wealthy guy. The other thing is like, so in the weeks leading up to her death, she had to sign over uh, power of attorney to her daughter because there's all kinds of legal disputes over the estate. And they said, you know, she was really sick this past year. She had shingles and some complications from that. And so she needs the, the money for her medical bills. I mean, it, it's it's such a strange thing where we're having someone who can't fight their own legal battles but can still be brought to and from. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter was pushing her wheelchair around <laughs> Congress but she didn't need to retire. No worries. She's going to stay. Our country's sick. That's disgusting. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I, I, when Josie, the redhead libertarian was here, she was saying she would want Ron Paul to be Speaker of the House. And I love Ron Paul. I think he's great. But he is he's elderly. 90, yeah. Let him just rest and hang out with his kids and write interesting books. Yeah. But do not make him do this dumb bureaucratic job in Washington until he dies. And, like, this and, is not the culture I and, want. And they're the ideological children of Ron Paul that are available. Yeah. Yep. Dave Smith exists. Yeah. We like Dave Smith. Make him Speaker of the House. And then we are, again, expanding this bench of people who can potentially lead the country in the right direction. Let's just not make Ron Paul work until well, the end well, time. And meanwhile, Mitch McConnell needs to be rebooted every 15 minutes when he's giving <laughs> speech again it's at maybe she no. the fact that Mitt Romney is the first person to be like I'll be in my yeah. 80s I should step down it's like the first sensible thing I've ever heard from him in my life no, I'm going to throw a Game of Thrones reference out there you know this is the, this is the circle this is the wheel that continuously mm -hmm. spins and Horrible. Donald Trump was the force that broke the wheel yeah they, he broke it for a while and robbed all the people of the Rolling Stone headlines, robbed these people of these important jobs and TV interviews and positions, exploited them for the corrupt actors that they are. I mean, the insiders trading alone between Pelosi and Feinstein should be enough to send them to prison for an eternity. Got to get that Pelosi tracker. No, out. get the, it's called Unusual Whales yeah. or something like that. I was going to say yeah. earlier, like, I, I follow yeah. like all my, all my, my stock If you want to invest in trade. stocks, yeah. just look at Unusual Whales because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. uh -huh. they are literally citing that 
upcoming legislation yep. that these guys are betting their gambles on yep, and they track it all and you can go probably like five to seven percent return on there um it's, yeah, you're but, right you're but right. they figured this out yeah. and now it'll probably spread where they'll be like oh most americans have figured it out so yep. you know we're gonna make this yep. illegal yep. Uh, we but they need them. to they still make money right so they're still gonna keep doing it that's well, why they, that's why I make they're never gonna what, uh, congress they, does they're never going to write themselves into a law that yeah. says mm -hmm. oh well we can't of course not of course not matt gates and aoc teamed up trying yeah, to stop them from doing yeah. it. The yeah. younger generation yeah. is saying like, "Hey, wait, maybe this isn't great." It's like telling them to introduce term limits. But but I think <laughs> I, I'm optimistic. So needed. I'm optimistic because if you look at <sighs> Matt Gates, the reason he's able to do what he does is because his donors are individuals on the internet. That he's got small donors. Yeah. He mm -hmm. doesn't need to go to one man for a million dollars. He can go to a million men for one dollar so, and women. No, you're so look. Whatever you think about Matt, and I've known Matt a long time. About whether he's right to start this process or wrong to start oh, he this was process. Right. No, no, I'm just saying, whatever your position is, I agree. But I'm saying he was the only one that I know of that could go to the well of the floor in the House of the Representatives and announce to the world that I have not accepted one dollar from one lobbyist or one defense industrial complex organization. Mind you, Matt has one of the biggest Air Force bases we have in his home district. Wow. So for him to go out and say that, and then the chorus of booze comes in, and his response to me was perfect. Every single one of those people booing took a six and seven figure paycheck to their super PACs, maxed out donations, parties in DC, had them on their jets and their planes, and they were caught red-handed with what Donald Trump had caught them with, being the biggest hypocrites who are in charge of running our democracy. And I think he's excoriated for it now, because we're in this position where we'll probably just have Tim Pool become speaker, Ugh. but we'll get to that. Uh, we're in this position where it, you know they, they're like, it's a rudderless government. I was like, how how well was it steered yeah. when McCarthy <laughs> it was wasn't it? Like, great? Like, what do you fair. you were on the ver you, you kicked the debt ceiling. You were going to give us another CR. These oversight investigations that were supposed to promise the you know the end of time um, were running were being run by wet noodles, and you weren't empowering them to enforce their subpoenas. And now we have an exposure. I think it's a big civics education. You have people paying mm -hmm. attention. Of course, the left's going to come in and be like, the Republicans are ruining governor. But hey, right now, they, they can't pass a CR or an omnibus because there's <laughs> they no can't, speaker They the can't fund a war either. They can't fund a war. They can't write a check to the Ukraine. No, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a lot of these conservatives on Twitter be like, what did we really gain from Matt Gaetz's stunt? And like, why did he do this? And I'm just sitting back like, you know, uh, all the libertarians are laughing because yeah. now there's stagnation. And there's no more wasteful spending because they can't. They can't write a check. <laughs> it's not what we gained. It's what Zelensky lost. Yeah. Right, right. Dude, yeah. have you even heard of that guy? Yeah. Like, have you, no, he, he is, is so mad so about it. He's begging. So he's not happy being the side piece. No, again. no. I remember <laughs> after all the stuff, like after the October 7th uh, stuff happened in Israel, he was like putting out statements like, yes, we too have suffered. Don't forget that we in Ukraine, <laughs> we need some money here. It's that, I mean, it's that friend who like every time something bad happens to you, it's like, yes, something worse happened to me yeah, you yeah, know what would yeah. be a good way to get ukraine and i'm not saying there's people over there that don't need help and obviously russia's attacking a lot of zones but when you go on the interwebs and you type in like kiev nightclub it's like miami beach mm -hmm. have you seen these freaking parties like my yeah, friends have wild. gone over there to do a bunch of work over there and they're like what wars on like yeah. what yeah. are you talking mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. you can't have that going on and ask the world for 500 billion dollars it is funny because i i have like 
friends that skate in both Russia and Ukraine. And if, if oh, you you're a at, hockey if, guy, if, uh, no, it's well, I mean hockey too, but uh, it's it's uh, skating is like oh. aggressive skating. But God. like like uh, like if you if you were going by their social media posts, uh, like their story posts, it's like yeah. the ones who are in Ukraine are posting about fundraising for their you know fundraising for the military. But then you see their posts and they're just out skating at the skate park, yep. and I'm like. How is that happening well, right no, now? No, no, no. This is, this is something people don't get. I talk about a bit. Uh, 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 people don't understand that countries in war are not every 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 place in this country it's is not at total war. war for yeah. them. Yeah. We know about, but I, 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 this is a story everyone's heard me say ad nauseum. In Egypt during the Second Revolution, two blocks away from Tahrir Square, where the revolution is taking place, there's a guy at a McDonald's watching a, a, a soccer match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, like, mean, like and there, there was a casino in the Hilton Hotel. You were not allowed to enter if you were an Egyptian citizen because it's it's what's the word is haram the right word like it's it's a haram, violation yeah. Forbidden, yeah. Yeah. forbidden unclean but uh, tourists were gambling in there playing roulette craps blackjack yeah of course uh, two blocks away from yeah. a revolution yeah. where yeah. Apache helicopters are flying over and there's APCs people are shooting at each other in the streets. And blocks away, nobody cares. And, and these things become normalized, right? I mean, think about the protests in Paris this year. There were so many videos of like these people having dinner at like whatever cute little cafe, yeah. and meanwhile something's on fire, and someone's what? throwing something through a window. Like if if you've been in conflict for a year, at a certain point, you know, Zelensky's not going to keep you from the bars. What was the video of like the girl doing like a TikTok dance while a military coup is going on behind her? Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's on Myanmar. That's that, actually that, to bring yeah. to Burma. Yeah, the, there you go. That was she was, was actually a yoga. It was like a yoga thing or something like that. It's even better. You know her? It's, you call her third? No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's just like it was great. because That's very current thing. year. Yeah. yeah it is no, but it is. Yeah. I mean, especially, <laughs> I know Tim is, is feeling impassioned about this subject. Uh, if that conflict has been going on for actual decades, you just, gotta keep going. You just live yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, eventually. All right, I'm going uh, <laughs> to, let's shatter some hearts. Oh, uh, you're going to do it. We're, here we go from the New York Post. UFC partners with Bud Light as embattled beer tries to fight off oh, Dylan no. Mulvaney backlash. <laughs> I don't understand this. Okay, here, here, I'll, I'll break it down. So much like, money. I'll, take the money. I'll break it down very simply. Bud Light, they're having a meeting being like, okay, everybody's calling us names and saying we're weak and effeminate and gay and whatever. We need to sponsor the manliest <laughs> thing imaginable. How about MMA? Mm. They go to UFC. I bet the first phone call they had with UFC... UFC is like, are you joking? And wait, 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 don't hang up, don't hang up. We'll give you a hundred million dollars. And they're like, that's okay. not a lot of money to UFC. Though. That, no, I mean, no. Okay, that's then the starting bid. Yeah, you know? starting bid. I mean, I, I, you're think, right. I'd like to see what the price Endeavor, tag was. It's like UFC is owned by Endeavor, right? So Endeavor is this massive conglomerate that just bought WWE as well. Right. Wow. So they own both of these companies. Yeah. It's all mm -hmm. Ari Emanuel. It's a uh, hundred million dollars wouldn't even move the needle for no. them. And I just uh, want to say, I know we were critiquing yeah. people for not standing by their values at the top of the show. Um, I thought we were trying to get rid of the fratty culture around uh, uh, around. <laughs> Oh, you know let me mean? read this. Okay. Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light were UFC's original beer sponsors more than 15 years ago. I'm proud to announce we are back in business together, Dana White said in a statement. There are many reasons why I chose to go with Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light. Most importantly, because I feel we are very aligned when it comes to our core values and what the what? UFC brand stands for. Oh. I'm looking forward wow. to all of the incredible things we will yeah. do in the years ahead. Dylan what he's Mo really saying is, bro, the paycheck was huge. <laughs> yeah. You would not believe I all mean, the zeros. Yeah. Dylan versus Fallon <laughs> the, Fox will the, go on this year. The values <laughs> they great. share are the amount of zeros on the back of the check. Yes, yeah. so many zeros. You cannot <laughs> the believe The values it. he's referring to are monetary values. Yeah, monetary <laughs> values, right. <laughs> 
I don't know. This, this is a good picture too, where he's just like, "Look, guys, <laughs> I just on, had like, to say they, they had to make a longer check. There were so many zeros. Also, it's fine. I mean, Bud Light's going to do whatever Dana White asks now, right? Is because Dylan Mulvaney going to be the card girl or whatever? No, there's no way that they they repartner with Dylan Mulvaney. I, I think. but but I I I. This is what, what what did what did Bud Light try to sponsor Harley Davidson? It didn't work. Yeah, no, didn't nothing work. worked. Do they really think? I I gotta be honest. I'm I'm willing to bet there's a lot of MMA guys who are going to be like f no. Pissed. Yeah, pissed. They're gonna and, be. They're, this is here's what I imagine. You're gonna hear like press conferences with some fighters, and they're gonna rag on Bud Light. It's gonna it's gonna be worse for Bud Light by trying to do this. For whatever reason, MMA guys tend to be particularly based, as it were, or red-pilled. And vocal. all that whatever. testosterone and working out. Have you, have you yes. seen the entrance that Donald Trump made at the last UFC yep. fight in Las Vegas? Dana White and Mark Wahlberg both said they've never heard anything like that. Oh, do you think? Do, do you think Donald Trump is going to walk back down hand-in-hand <laughs> hand with Dana White holding a freaking Bud Light? <laughs> like, you're right. Those fighters, I know a lot of them. You you know, I, live, like I live in Vegas. My buddy has one of the most successful MMA training centers and owns like half the fight in in the UFC these guys are not going to tolerate this and they have massive social media following but it's it's not just about even personal conviction if if you're someone with a with a big presence and they're they're telling you to stand in front of a bud light you know marquee or whatever you're going to be like no Absolutely i'm going to get not. roasted are you nuts but then they're going to say oh you're under contract so you got to do yeah. it it's going to it's going to it's going to get weird yeah but mma dudes are not the kind of guys to be like, no, oh, a contract. They're the kind of guys going to be like, I'll rip it up in front of your face. Yeah, they and don't there, care. There's no second UFC. Like they can't be like, I'm switching leagues and I'm going over here, right? They, they. Well, it's all owned by the one thing. There's, yeah. there's, there's the UFC. There's the PFL. They're all owned by the one. But look, look, mm. there. You, you look at all these industries. We, we're, we're talking earlier about like Jenna Ellis pleading guilty, and they're all caving and bending the knee. UFC, not even just just MMA in general, has a very high density of individuals who will tell you to shove it. Yeah, but I think it's kind of obvious, like. These are guys who work really, really hard. They're top-level athletes, but they're also very, very capable people who are not worried about what you think you can take from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering how many MMA fighters go, I don't really care about that. You'll well, probably what, get some. What's like the big UFC chat space? I would love to see what they're posting already with some of these top fighters. Like if you look at the top like 10 fighters to see if any one of those guys have put something out on uh on uh Dylan. I can't believe this well, is a headline. What would their contracts look like though? Like if you know, if it wasn't Bud Light was a monster or whatever. Like, yeah, they're just are, are they're not allowed to disparage the brand? Like, what what does it look There's like? There's usually non like disparagement clauses or like you have to like wear the shorts. Mm -hmm. Like, are these guys gonna walk in with, to Bud, a, Light? with Bud Light on the floor of the of the no octagon? Way. No. No, well, no. it's a big sponsorship. Yeah. Also, it's going to be such terrible optics. Like these guys grappling on the ground over Bud Light. Like, I don't like it. That's I gross. mean, just picture these optics. Like, yeah, you're, like you, you have just taken a monster defecation on Bud Light for the last <laughs> year. There is also, there is a large proponent of that industry that's going to be very normy that isn't going to know what's going on with the, with the oh, you think I think so? that's what they're betting. I, yes. I think they're trying I, to see I think if that this there's is... plenty of normy. Uh, like, I think that we fall into a little bit of, we do. Uh, of tunnel vision but here. I will say the Bud Light the Bud Light and the Target back-to-back -back boycotts were so big. I mean, I know non-political people who are really mad about this. And so they mm. are gambling that, yeah, about both Target? of them, okay. but the the thing is they're gambling that these these issues from earlier in the year have been memory hold and i just don't think that's the case i think especially with the people in this particular industry they remember yeah. they oppose it i mean no and the ufc world writ large i mean you got to you, you you're right i think in any other sports it would be diluted but the ufc world i mean you got to pull up the video of trump all of those yeah. people went eight there's 100 million stuff. Dollars. 
Eight it was 100 million. No way. That's I'm it? pretty sure. I mean, well, did, did you I'm, see, I'm, just, I'm looking at tweets. And, they're and all in on it. There was um, people are tweeting 100 million dollars. Maybe the most hilariously dystopian thing I saw this year was watching like during the playoffs for baseball. There's like a giant Lockheed Martin sign behind it, like in, <laughs> in center field during the Astros. Uh, it was Rough. just. Yeah. Okay. One hundred million dollars. And how much stock it. does Dana White personally own uh, in in Bud Light? Like now. if it goes back up, well, what does he get my, out of my it? My understanding is that if he bought stock in Anheuser-Busch before this deal, that's insider trading. But what yeah, if they gave be. it to him as part of the deal? Right. You know it's what I mean? So now. Yeah. He's, well, actually, no, not him individually. So if it's a hundred million dollar deal, if they cut him in on the side, I think that's also insider trading. Yeah. I'm just wondering, because like if that does seem low, a hundred million dollars. So that's I have to assume that he's personally profiting them. in some way. Like I I buy wow. that the people that are there live it's at the steal. event would would be and that. And they way, ditched but, Modelo. Yeah. Yeah, they did. We like Modelo. Yeah, we yeah. do. Wow. That's crazy. Is, we were like the, just it's talking. the biggest sponsorship in UFC history. Mm -hmm. Target's the next one, guys. I tell you, like he said, we share a lot of values, and that mm -hmm. value is monetary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. True. I mean, Bellator's probably excited about this. They're definitely going to get some fighters going to be like, ah, screw this. I'm going to go to Bellator. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So that's the thing. If they have an alternative, winner. you're potentially losing good fighters to that. It just depends on how. Bro, like, that's why I want right, to know about the contracts. If they can't get out of it, they have to split They're all anyways. owned by the same. That, yeah. Bellator, UFC, and PFL are all the same. But if they're not going right, to have to wear, I mean. like, the jerseys or the shorts if they change, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's ultimately owned well, by the same. Well, who's going to be the first guy to wear a Bud Light uh, fight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But they're like shorts. they're gonna be a meme to to high hell. I can tell you that. But it's I really Travis like you Kelsey said it's the same owner. The they're, just gonna go, they're just gonna go to the other the other bouts. Why would they drive the yeah. stick around? If they're the only one sponsoring Bud Light, and let's say Bellator isn't, then why wouldn't they just go fight Bellator? Yeah. Maybe the pot, the cat. I guess yeah, the, the money's different. Smaller. The money, the, the pot's smaller, yeah. different. Yeah. The yeah. cut is way less. But wow. would it change if more people were in the league? Yeah, that's what I mean. What if all the viewers are like, I'm not going to watch UFC anymore because of this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, forget this Trump fraud stuff. Tell us about this, guys. You'd have to up and like, you'd have to get all the tier one fighters out of the UFC, dump mm -hmm. them down in the PFL and Bellator, mm -hmm. where most of the amateur fights are, and you'd have to reorient the. I mean, Dana White owns it, so well, he doesn't. Right. They own it, yeah. but Dana runs it. They're not going to change what a multi-billion-dollar industry. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe if this Bud Light thing backfires, but um, hundred million just seems small. I, I don't know why, but it seems it seems small to me for, for that like type enough. of uh, that type of investment. Right? So maybe they really do share values, and that's terrifying. Yeah. right? What values are we getting from Bud Light right now? Man, yeah. Tim Cast could have sponsored him for that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, no way. You don't want you don't want to have your face on all of the UFC's uh, jerseys and stuff. Yeah, like if I had a hundred million dollars, jeez, <laughs> know anybody? No, I mean Bud Light. If Bud Light came to me and offered me $100 million, I would say no. This is what I was talking about earlier with yeah. like these corrupt people in Congress that make all this money. I'm they like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, at a certain point, like it, it, I, maybe it's just like a leftist worldview. I don't know. At what point I, does Bud Light try to get on public square? That's what I really like. <laughs> Bud Light is like, please, Michael. In five, in five years when public square is bigger than Amazon. And anyone who's not on that platform is is struggling to get sales because they're considered fringe and weird. Bud Light then ap apologizes and pledges to support American <laughs> values and family values. And but you could never trust them. Yeah. You could never trust them to do any. Tucker's has put in a million on Public Square. Pu a Public Square put a million on Tucker. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sir. I know it's amazing. It's a smart That's move. A brilliant move. Tucker's got a massive show with a massive presence, and now Public Square gets the sole sponsorship for a million bucks. It's a good deal mm -hmm. for them. It's a great deal. I mean. Public Square is is the most important uh, uh, culture war business and application right now. You download an app that shows you the businesses that agree with your values. That's it. Yeah. 
No question. It's incredible. And it was it, it's so amazing that Michael saw the need and filled it. I mean, that's what I wish more people would They've had a rough right ride though. They came in high and it's pretty down right now in the in the stock world. Do you think Public they're recovering? Squares? Yeah, they came in at like 30. They're at like five now. Public Square is? Well, that's normal though. Like I, I, That's a big drop from an IPO inside of a year. Yeah, but Facebook went from like what forty five to like nine. Yeah, you're right. It, 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 it that's happens. why everyone's always like, be careful when buying at an IPO because it always drops off. It they sell, they sell it, they dump yeah. a whole bunch, and it yep. falls down. Yep. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. All, uh, uh, my concern is, is uh, how are we winning the culture war and what are we doing? And mm -hmm. we had we had Carl Benjamin on the show and he was like, the right's not organized, they're not doing anything. And then I'm like, Public Square does this, and his eyebrows go up and he's like, oh, that's actually brilliant. Yeah, and there I'm are like, right. There are companies out there. They're just mm -hmm. it, it's hard to break through. There's a lot of companies that yep. see this the world that way. There's cell phone companies. There's coffee companies. There's payment processing companies. And all these people do it. It's just it's a beast. To get Someone already super chatted saying they canceled their UFC Fight Pass subscription. <laughs> Oof. It is also That's hard. One. Let's to, keep the tally going. A lot of these companies, like if a, if a larger company then offers you a, a ton of money, Jeremy's fighting championships. <laughs> <laughs> JFC. So, so Look, JFC. Uh, I gotta, I'm gonna I'm gonna text always, Jeremy Boring right now and be like, bro, can you launch an MMA? <laughs> His friend is crazier and crazier, and they all have the chocolate bars with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm imagining like his assistant runs into his office right now and they're like, they're like, Mr. Boring, Mr. Boring. And they hold up the paper and he's like, oh, wait, so right. does this work or does this not work? <laughs> he's like, who here is in the best shape? We need to film an ad right now. Yeah. What do you think? Does for, this for, take for UFC? Does this work or does this? Oh, not work? no, I think they're I think they're going to eat it. Well, look, no matter what happens, there is going to be controversy. The fact that we're even talking about it and people are saying they're canceling because of it. There's already controversy. It may not be that big of a deal mm -hmm. because the average person who watches MMA or whatever might just be like, "Dude, I don't care about that stuff. No. I want to watch the, the the champion fight, the champ fight, the the you know the mm -hmm. the uh, contender or whatever." And so we'll see. But I I kind of think a lot of UFC guys are very vocal politically. They don't care. Like they they believe what they believe, yeah. and they are not weak people. Yeah. Like it is a high density of individuals that are in MMA that are just like, I will say what I believe. Screw you. I don't think it'll be the boycott that we saw with Bud Light itself, yeah. because Bud Light, you can pick alternatives, right? If there's really no alternative UFC, there are people who are like, look, I like this. I work hard. I want to watch the fights. Like, I'm not going to buy Are they going to have Light. other beers there? I don't know. So, I, so yeah, was when, when this was going down, I went to, I, I spent a lot of time in Nashville and, and I'm a big country music fan. And I went to uh, a Luke Combs concert out in, in, in Titan Stadium, like, you know, 55,000 people. And they were still under contract with Bud Light, whoever was putting on that that show. When I left the arena, <laughs> I couldn't find when I walked in, I couldn't find one person holding a can of Bud Light. They were drinking everything else that they could get their hands on. When I left the arena, there were truckloads of Bud Light stations around the arena that had not sold like more than three percent of their beers. Mm. I mean, they were just stacked to the ceiling. So if they did that in country music in Nashville, like it's not a far stretch that they don't buy their stuff here now yep. i guess it doesn't matter more time has passed money. What, what happens if a fighter comes out and he, and right when he comes out he goes don't buy bud light <laughs> somebody's gonna say that i right? know somebody some yep. dude is getting up and saying that and and bud light's gonna be like wow this made things worse actually they made it worse there's a massive fight in madison square garden in two weeks ufc's going there and um supposedly there's gonna be some appearances from some celebrities like Dylan so, Mulvaney? So, oh, interesting. So we'll see how this shit... We're going to know how this shakes out. I'm telling you, in like two weeks. It's just... 
they they Bud Light has had a marketing catastrophe since this started, and they've never figured out what to do about it because they could have just apologized. Yeah, we got it wrong. See you later. Sorry, guys. We this was a uh, you know a young marketing millennial. We 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 apologize. We're not gonna do it again. Instead, they've been double. They, they've been Triple, trying. Triple, quadruple down. Oh, they've been sponsoring yeah. Pride events. But then all of what was this? The gay bars in Chicago were like, "We're not buying that beer. You're not supporting Dylan Mulvaney enough." Yep, they got double out. That's right. Oh, and all yeah. of the leftists who weren't buying it anyways are just going to not buy it anyways because yeah. they weren't buying it in the first place. It, it was a dumb yep. move. And I, like I said, they their their marketing executor said the thing. Oh, I came in to to fix the fratty reputation. I'm sorry, but. I learned about UFC with guys who were in fraternities. That they were the ones who were playing it every Saturday. Do you think that this is football going and to be Light. forgotten? Like that's this has become every marketing department in a lot of American companies now. Is they're chasing this phantom audience that they believe that they can expand their portfolio on? Right? They think that there's this magical group. It's happened in comics. It's happened in yeah. films. And they always think there's this magical group of people. First of all, they don't have money. Uh, the people that they're actually looking to buy stuff for, they're not, they, they don't have money anyways. And they go looking for it and then they end up destroying their own market share yep. by insulting the people that they actually make the profit, uh, make it for in the first place. But then these guys come in on the other side. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, I can't remember the name of the company. It's like Conservative Beer of America or whatever. <laughs> conservative Ultra Right. Ultra Right. Ultra right. <laughs> yeah, exploded in sales. Ultra Right. Like now. Yeah, it's like $2 million or something. Yeah. Well, that's why I said Jeremy's Fighting Championship yeah. or whatever, whatever UFC stands for. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Boring's got a chocolate. Chocolate bar company. We got to order more of those, by the way. Everybody really loved them. Mm -hmm. But people didn't like the one with nuts. They liked the ones with no nuts because it's it's he, him, she. I wanted to make a dark dark chocolate bar. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm yeah. sure that name won't be offensive <laughs> at all. I'd love to see what it comes up yeah, with. Yeah, so you know? it'll be fantastic. <laughs> let's it, just let's it, just find out. Great. It is always funny though. As every time a new product has to come out, it's like Patriot Water, and yeah. some and some new product. Stars and stripes cereal. <laughs> Remember, uh, Ooh, hey, that's not a bad idea. Cereal. I think okay, it but was, if anyone uh, makes Ryan that, Long. I deserve a cut. I think White it was blue. Ryan Long who did that video where it's like left wing podcast sponsors versus right wing Patriot Dirt. The left wing one was like we're you know welcome to the anti establishment anti you know anti government podcast sponsor. By Monsanto, and then on the <laughs> right, help. Uh, yeah, and on the right, it was like Patriot Water. It's water, but for patriots. And he's like, and the, uh, the other ones, there's all MREs and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and in uh, instant food. Yeah. Left wing podcasts all have massive sponsors from McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, big corporations. Ryan Long doesn't miss. Oh yeah, no, he had that really good one about Israel Palestine. That was that was brilliant. Actor yeah. doesn't know who to support. <laughs> and they were another one that of his that's been going around again recently is the one where he's like, I sell my I sell the footage to Fox and I sell yeah. the footage to mm -hmm. CNN. Mm -hmm. If you I, play it backwards, yeah. it looks fine. No, no, he's like, I once sent pic, uh, a, a video to Fox News of protesters picking up litter, and I said, Don't worry, if you play it backwards, they're they're they're, they're, they're littering. Like, maybe yeah, this like is who the DeSantis campaign backwards. needs, right? Like <laughs> they need Ryan Long to come in and be like, This is how you respond to Ashley St. Clair's boot thing. They need a Canadian true, to come in and fix it. Mm -hmm. They need yeah, some foreign true. nationals consulting. So that this, is the this is the point I made about Trump is that here's that one clip where he's like, the lights, they're too bright. They're making me look orange. And everyone busts out laughing. Uh -huh. You can't make fun of Trump because Trump's in on the joke. Uh -huh. DeSantis's campaign doesn't get that or they're intentionally sabotaging him. So they're just like, don't make fun of me. You're stupid. You're, you're dumb. And it's like, wow. I was None of it's landing. None of it's sticking. It's, yeah. it's just his campaign's over. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I don't I, know, but I will watch that debate between him and Newsom. Maybe I, Bud Light can sponsor that debate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more interested in whether or not a UFC fighter 
comes out and says, yo, what? <laughs> like, I don't want to fight on a You know what? Let me text a few right now. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like some exclusive comments from them on air. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. I mean, my my question again goes back to the contracts. Like, what are they allowed to say? And I would be interested if, if in violation of their contract, potentially giving up a lot of money, they say something anyways, because I think that is what we need. People who are saying, I don't like this. And I didn't forget why we were boycotting Bud Light in the first place. I still remember why we were not buying things at Target. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the, the fact of the boycott. They, it's difficult for them to last forever, especially if there's no alternative. On the other hand, let's not forget why we went into them in the first place. It, it, it was earlier this year. We can't have seeded the ground so is quickly. Is that a, a big part of it, though? Did, is is in Dana White's mind is the idea that they, they waited like a, a, a sufficient amount of time has passed. And, and trying it now is not the same as trying it in August or trying it in... For sure. I mean, I don't think you would have touched it in July, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, uh, it makes me wonder about the money and it makes me wonder about his potential other dealings. I not, think it not, does not go well. Yeah, there's no way, right? This is gonna, this is not, I can't wait now to get back home and be like, WTF, what are you- And all of these fighters that you know can be like, Bud Light, really? Gross. Yeah. They already hated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now what, are they going to be forced to paint it on their face? <laughs> like when they walk out? Yeah. Bud Light flags, Bud Light cups. They're going to, it's, it's, we'll know. A couple of weeks. Huge fight. Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll see a Strickland and Covington and all those have to say about it too. Cause they've been pretty, pretty outright about their opinions. So they're not going to, as Tim said, they ain't yeah. shutting up. No, definitely not. I mean, unless they are made to shut up. That's, right, that's right, what right. I come back to. Like, there are always obligations where. I mean, yeah, but like these guys are just, they don't even, they don't, they don't care about the contract. Here, let's see what this UFC fighter said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Breaking news live on TimCast. Yeah. <laughs> Does he know you're on air right now? Are we yeah, allowed to say who it is? Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to say who it is. But, uh, what? what the heck? He, I just said we were having breaking news. This, uh, what did they say? <laughs> the fighters don't know about it and they're pissed. <laughs> so they found out with everyone else. They are the Sophie Turner to Joe Jonas. It's kind right of like, now. yeah, how uh, apparently all big news breaks now. Nowadays, uh, yeah. you don't tell your own people. You just tell like, the nature. This, 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 this like came out uh, a couple hours ago. This news broke, and wow, it's a Tuesday evening is like the the best possible day for Bud Light. It's maximum PR day Tuesday, mm-hmm. Fri- yes. Friday and Saturday. Saturday is like just things get lost, un- unheard of to release something on Saturday. Friday at five. Friday at five is yeah. where you bury it. Yeah, yeah but they, like Bud Light was like, and we want you to announce Tuesday evening. <laughs> this is a great in idea. In the middle of a war, in the middle of you know. He's like, could we soften it to Thursday at ten? They were confident <laughs> it was a Tuesday. <laughs> I just can't imagine though. Can you imagine? Be like, this is a great idea. Dana White says yes, and everyone will not will not think about it. Well, they're they're just going to see the power of USC probably fade just a touch here on this one because they might yeah. have the golden touch, but not not the Bud Light golden touch. Yeah, it's... it ain't coming back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a yeah. tall order. It's I mean, and the thing about the Bud Light boycotts is there are tons of people who work, you know, in their breweries or whatever else who are normal people who were swept up in a national controversy that I'm sure they didn't actually want to be a part of, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is corporate leadership betraying the actual workers. They're like Dylan maybe, level. maybe Bud Light can sponsor Hamas. <laughs> so, so, you know, I'll, I'll read I'll read the Super Chats more in detail, but uh, I'll just uh, pa- paraphrase one saying that, you know, a lot of these fighters don't make a lot of money. Yeah, Dana White bringing bringing in this money could help get these guys paid more. And I'm just like, look, nah, if you're know. if you're a pro, Does it make it to them. If you've got sponsors, let's say you've got five sponsors, you've got companies A, B, C, D, and E, and then you decide to add on Bud Light, and now you have a big Bud Light patch on your on your your jacket or your pants or whatever. Those other companies are going to be like, dude, 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 out. I, we're done. We're we're cutting you off. I mean, look, if if like we sponsored something. And then someone decided to put Bud Light next to it. I'd be like, no way, dude. 
Like we don't want to be associated with that. We're not going to sponsor if you're working with, with, with them because it's just like, we don't agree with their values. It's bad across the board. That's a problem. I'm wondering, I don't know how sponsorships works for a work uh, for a lot of these fighters, but sponsorships are a big portion of how athletes make money. I, mm -hmm. I assume it's the same for UFC. If, if, if they're now like, look, man, we don't, we don't want to be overlapping with Bud Light. Our audience, like, let's say there's a jerky they're gonna company. Away. They're going to be like, if people find out that we're sponsoring this stuff, like we're going to lose money. We just, we're better off sponsoring something else. No, it's like a hundred, hundred to 200,000 a patch, right? On a short or something like that. And you mm -hmm. have like two, maybe three, right? So yeah, are you going to pull those off to put Bud Light on and what is Bud Light going to offer you? Or is the UFC going to mandate that if you want to fight in the UFC, you have to have the Bud Light logo on, your, on your stuff? In, in the, that and that would force it. And then I don't think it's likely, but there is a, prob a slim probability that there's a massive backlash to UFC over doing this Bud Light thing. Like you're, you're mentioning fighters are pissed. Yeah. I don't know to what degree people actually care, but let's just operate under the assumption there's a, a big backlash. I mean, the people screaming, cheering for Trump are going to be like, boo, it's going to be gnarly. And then if that does happen, you will get other sponsors going to UFC and being like, do not put our logo next to Bud Light. Yep. We, like, we, we do not want to be a part of whatever it is you're a part of. You do that. That's fine. Is Dana White risking losing other sponsors by doing this deal with Bud Light? I, I think so. I mean, I just don't see how the loyalty brand that UFC has built up and whether or not you think UFC is political, you have to just go to one of these events and look at the people and talk to them. They are dialed in. They are educated. They are more into the know about the news and mainstream media than people give them credit for because they're like, oh, you guys just like fights. They're actually more dialed in than anything else. You can't get that kind of reaction to anyone walking in unless they know what the F's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and they side with them. Like, it's not like they hate them in unison. They went the other way. So if you fill a stadium full of people with like that, for your sport i can't imagine the other people watching it aren't feeling mostly the same way in some form and especially this the social media responses i saw were for people who weren't there were exactly the same way someone uh, in the regular chat said everyone has a price million dollar man even your mothers have a price and that's just <laughs> not true it is not true that everyone has a price most do M most do um and that price could actually be lower than people realize or mm. higher than people realize. And uh, I wonder if that's just people have not tried to sign deals before. Like there are people with no price, none. Yeah. And as we've tried to hire and acquire, you learn 90 plus percent of people in this space, there is no price you could buy them for 90 plus. And I'm not talking about compromising values. I'm talking about we've gone to people who have like moderate social media followings and we're like, would you want to like join the Tim cast team and like mm -hmm. we would help distribute and market and they're like no why i don't need it what am i going to do with it and i'm like well like we could we could help you make more money we'll pay you more up front we'll then seek ways to monetize we'll then try and like we'll we'll, we'll promote it and they're like no thanks though mm -hmm. there it's just like it's not hostile they just don't need it yeah. right it's for a lot of these people with social media and the internet when they're making six figures on their own already there is nothing you can offer them because they're like Freedom. Yeah. It's like, I could take a day off whenever I want. I answer to no one. I've got good money. For what reason would I sign this deal? And I'm like, you're right. Fair point. And for most people, deals offer security. But if they feel confident, if they're, if they're established enough, like they don't, they don't need that either. It's like being a small business. The challenge is most people worth hiring are people who have proven with a portfolio of their work and have already found ways of monetizing it in the mm -hmm. modern era.
So I, 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 you know, it's not just that too, but especially in the world of political convictions, you'll find a lot of people are just unwilling to do deals. Hey, Bud Light had a price. Mm -hmm. I mean, a UFC. UFC had a price. Yeah. yeah. I just I'm really interested to see like all the MMA fighters coming out being like, no. And which one of them is going to be like a hundred million? Are you kidding me? We, we could have gone for more. Yeah. Oh, for real. They could have gone for more. I bet. I bet if they went to Bud Light and says, this is your only chance. You got to, you got to make it a billion dollars. Some ridiculous number. You should have. A billion over. Should have, I don't know what they were thinking. Over the course of, over a period of time, the way they would do it is like a billion dollars over 10 years or whatever. I mean, maybe it's a hundred million dollars for the 10 years. I like. Is there a Bud way Light's to get a there? a dead brand. And the, and the $100 million you're seeing isn't confirmed by the brands. It's just something you're seeing reported online, right? A bunch of news outlets have reported $100 million. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would oh. you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com. Click join us. Become a member. And you can come to the members-only uncensored show coming up in about 25 minutes where we will take calls from you if you're in the uh, members-only Discord. You have to sign up at least 25 bucks a month or be a $10 member for at least six months to submit questions. But let's read. Clint Torres says, howdy, people. He got the first super chat. My local, my local gun shop says, I am the winner. N no. Jason Take says, love you guys. Soko Patriot, howdy. My local gun, gun shop follows up with no and crying emojis. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, man. You didn't make they it. They must be there at like 739. Mm. They are so ready to go. Yeah, finger on the trigger kind of. All right. Barely a millennial says, do you think these bizarre pro Hamas protests and rallies across the country and the world are the result of years of indoctrination? Yes. Or are they mm -hmm. funded by someone like Soros or someone of uh, some other entity? Yes. Maybe both. Above. How do we expose it? So it's a combination. You will find when you go to these protests, if you accuse these people of getting paid by Soros, they're confused because none of them are. But of the 300 or 400 people you might see in a protest, there will be 10 who are paid by a nonprofit which they don't realize receives a large amount of funding from the from the uh, open what is it, open society foundation yeah. and then uh, what they'll do is organize the protest create a, create an effort a viral effort of tell your friends come this is when we're doing it then when all these people show up they're like what do you mean we're not paid this is not a paid event it was like this only exists because open society foundation funded nonprofits and foundations which the money trickles down to these ng these nonprofits and ngos which then hire people to have them organize rallies that's how it works. Yep. True. All right. I know Baca says, hi, all longtime listener, first time super chatter. Would cash consider becoming Trump's AG? <laughs> Listen, I, I, mean, I, I, I would I would say, please. Uh, I, no, <laughs> the mission for me right now is getting him elected. That's mm -hmm. my job. Yep. So I will work tirelessly until November of next year to make that mission a reality. And I, you know, look, I can share with you this. I have a lot of conversations with him, but the one I had in private that I thought was going to be like a three hour conversation, maybe like a year and change ago, because when we didn't know what he was going to do. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? You don't know what you're going to do. So I was driving up to Bedminster and I was like, okay, boss, I got like, a, you know, I got the afternoon. Like, let's, let's sit down and jam. What are you going to, you know? And he goes, cash, I'm all in. I go, all right, I'm all in. See you later. Shortest meeting I ever had, never looked back. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've talked about how personnel should be set in the next Trump administration. It's a huge component of my, my book, Government Gangsters. Like you can't just replace the secretaries. You got to go down 15 rungs mm -hmm. in every single department at the White House, every agency. I mean, we have the list and I have the list of an index in the book. That's why it's called Government Gangsters. There's, There's an, an index. index from A to B in the back of the book of every government gangster that I ever encountered. By <laughs> can, name I, can I say a name? But yeah, that's published. And so, like, <laughs> uh, you know, 
If he asked me to come back at a high level position, of course I'd go back. But would you want AG or would you want like chief of staff? I mean, <laughs> where where would you want to be? Because they're very, very different p- positions. Yeah, look, I, you have to like the AG position works if you have a great DAG and a great FBI director. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're kind of right. screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, or do you want to go do ops or do you want to go take on DOD? You know, I've worked in both of all three of those places and they're all awesome. You know, it would be great to have any of those jobs, mm-hmm. but you need backing. And so I hope another government gangster doesn't slip through the cracks and like another rhino or uniparty clown shows up and says, well, yeah, you know, I, I was rooting for you, but I wasn't really public about it. So I'm going to go hard to make sure more than anything, people don't get in yeah. um, because we actually know the guys and gals that are ready to go. And if you're not hearing their names in the mainstream media, then you kind of have your answer. Which, uh, where, where, there's an index of, of the gangster you said? Yeah, it's in the back of the book. What, like, what page? Like, what would, uh, what, what, am, like, what am I looking for? Because there's, like, there's a lot. It's just a list of names in alphabetical a li- order. A it's list like, of names? Yeah, it's probably after that section. Uh, those are the, those are the. There's end notes. It, maybe it's just before that. I should probably know that off the top of my head. I call the freaking book government. Yeah, because I'm, I'm at the end. It's like sources and citations. Yeah, so you got to go to uh, page 215. Ah, okay. Appendix B, members of the executive branch, deep state. Oh, wow. It's story time with cash. Yeah. I love it. Look. I mean, I figured if you're going to call them out. There like, it is. There you got to freaking call them out. That's there the whole is. point. And it's nice to give people like, oh, I've heard that name. Bill Barr. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's one for Another you. John one. Bolton. <laughs> But this is the thing. People are like, oh, this Trump guy's writing this book, and I probably name more Republicans than I do Democrats. And the point is, it's not a it's not a political mission set. They all get together to destroy what I thought was a duly elected presidency and, in my opinion, a national security mission. And here we are sitting in the remnants of that, right? Two tiers of justice, two more global wars, no security at the border, and China kicking our butts across the world. And the the you know, Trump was like, okay, everybody can write about those problems and highlight these people. How do we fix it? That's the core concept of government gangsters. Like every single agency department can be fixed, but this is what you got to do. It's going to take a lift. All right. The Dungeon Delver says, Tim, please shout out my D&D group, Dungeon Delver's group on Twitch, where a minotaur mamacita means a female one. I appreciate all that you guys do. I didn't know that. We like Dungeons and Dragons. It's a lot of fun. D&D. Bud Light, coming your way. <laughs> Federali Actual says, dude, why are you letting Luke We Are Change claim Ian like Princess Peach and his super chats are going to some weird scammy website just because Florida has a beach? Drop him some dough for his for his weak infrastructure and brand it. I have no idea what you are what's going talking on about. about. I like the idea what about the that beach? Like, Ian doesn't have free will. <laughs> it's just like in the video game Tim is created of our lives. Yeah, we're all battling over Ian. Right One now. big simulation. Ian just moves from place to place wherever yeah. he's sent. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? Thinker for Life says, Cash, there's a huge opportunity for a conservative business incubation center in Michigan. Mm. It's a unique setup in a battleground town. It will go to liberals if we don't. I'm Thinker for Life on Truth Social as well. Great. Splash it on Truth Social and let me know what your business idea is. I'll come see you. Nice. Then retruth it. Do you miss Twitter at all? Or are you happy on Truth? Well, I've never been on Twitter oh, okay. or Insta or whatever the other ones are called. So you got social media only because of Trump? You want, you want to know that hilarious? much of an influencer? No, you want to know how hilarious it is? I hate social media. I was never on it. And then my former boss leaves president and creates Truth Social. I still didn't get on. Then my former, former boss, Devin Nunes, becomes the CEO of Truth Social. And so these two guys call me and they're like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm like, yeah, good luck. I wish you all the success. Have fun with social media. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, 
you're on the board of directors. So you have to. So I laughed out loud. I was like, don't you want to hire somebody who's actually signed on to Twitter before? Yeah. I don't even know how to post. <laughs> you're like, no, you're a fresh perspective. And, and now, now, you know, like 1.1 million followers later, here I am on Twitter. It's a hell of an elevator pitch. It's, yeah, right. No, but that's, a, you know, it's, it's a fun, it's addicting, and, you know, you can, you can make it an impact. All right. Peter Gohawk says, in my opinion, these lawyers' lives were threatened and or families were threatened by the Biden three-letter agencies. Why else flip that quick? FJB. Perhaps, perhaps that may be the yeah. case, and uh, I get it. I do, uh, and, and and that is an issue. But I suppose, as I mentioned before, it is unfair to compare any of these individuals to the founding fathers who sacrificed their families, their children, their loved ones, mm -hmm. their sacred treasure to declare independence, to stand up against tyranny. It's kind of a crazy story. The founding fathers thought we would lose the war for independence. And signed a document knowing they had just condem condemned themselves. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But they thought it was worth it. They had values that told them you I have don't... to do this step and take this risk anyways. I think so. I'm, I'm imagining these guys are looking at each other like, well, we are going to lose everything we own. We're going to die. We can't win this, mm -hmm. but it has to be done. It's pretty ballsy. Uh, it's amazing. It's, I... it's what it's the seeds that that are planted that lead to a nation as great as the one we are as, as it has become. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No I, question. I, I assume these people are facing a tremendous amount of pressure. It's a huge financial burden to fight any government in this type of ongoing lawsuit when they can just continue to ask the taxpayers to fund it. On the other hand, you have to say their families knew what they were advocating. You know, sometimes they have you have to be the first one into the foray. And it's sad, yeah. but you only have the opportunity to stand up for what you believe so many times in life. And this is the path they chose. Again, I can't imagine the pressure, but it doesn't change the fact that they said something and now revoked it. Let's see. Niboop says Jenna's guilty plea is deferred, not filed as a judgment. Rob Govea broke it all down today. The judge accepted it, deferred it, and the case continues. What does that mean? That just means she's on probation. And right. basically, if you screw up, everything comes back. That's not, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a, well, what, do you know what SOL means? What, I don't think I could say that here. No, no, no. no it's, it's statute of limitations. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. When I was uh, uh, 20 years ago, I was in court. The judge, uh, I, I was arrested for skateboarding. Mm -hmm. The judge uh, calls up my name. He's like, next on the docket or whatever. And uh, he said, he, the judge looks at it. And he's like, he, he, they call my name. I stand up and he's like, what is this? And uh, the prosecutor is like, uh, skateboarding, your honor. And he's like, excuse me? And they were like, he was skateboarding on, on, on state property downtown. And he goes, is this a joke? And he was like, no. And he goes, he, he's like, SOL, get in my courtroom. He's like, you're not going to do it again. Get out. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, what does SOL mean? Like, well, the other one meant shh, out of luck, but the, right. but the statute of limitations, he probably just needed a legal excuse to be like, oh yeah, you should have brought this. It normally means you have, it's, you have for every crime committed, there's supposed to be a number of years you can bring that crime. Right. right? If they know about it and don't act, yeah. eventually it's gone. And very few ones like murder and terrorism don't have a statute of limitations. But, but also people think it means from the point of the crime, but it means from the point of discovery, Dis right? Well, or when they should have known about it. Yeah. Right. That, you know, if the feds like are sitting on the document, they're like, ah, oh, well, we just won't look at this for 10 years. Yeah. That doesn't count. You know, interesting. But yeah, that was basically it. What I would, what it was explained to me that the idea was, uh, they could bring the charges back at, for some, at, at some point, but they were saying to get out, they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, there's a, a place in downtown Chicago sidewalk I was skating on and they don't, it was three in the morning too with my friends and they wanted to make an example 
because they have a no skateboarding sign or whatever, but it's not illegal to skate. And so the judge was just like, why are you wasting the court's time? Yeah, it's ridiculous. There was some uh, def- that stuff happened to us. Like when we were going downtown, like post 9-11, any government building, they were very quick to make an example of you if you were skating on any type of government property at that time because they were very, very. Yeah. Uh, Try doing that yeah. post 9-11 and being brown. Yeah. I mean, people do it all the time today. There's tons of videos on YouTube of people skating in these same places with no issue. It's just, you know, it is what it is. All right, where are we at? Wayne Smith says, went and saw Police State last night. First off, Cash, amazing job in it. P.S. really puts in the perspective how bad it's getting. Interesting. That's not good. Yeah. Taking back Toxic says, read the 12th Amendment. Trump and DeSantis cannot run on the same ticket. I've heard that before, but I've heard it disputed as well. So I don't know. I mean, but that wasn't ultimately the reason that they did not yeah. team up. They're never yeah. going on the same. It ain't happening. It's, it's, I'm just, it's, it's not happening. Bo284327 says, did you see Preston Parra's tweet where he said he won the debate with you? He sounds like a grifter to me. Your thoughts. Uh, I don't consider it a debate when one person says, I hereby declare thing. The other person says, what is your evidence for thing? And the other person says, I, I hereby declare thing. So yeah, I hereby thing. I'm like. I wasn't I, I wasn't debating with him that he was wrong. I was asking him what his proof was. And when he didn't have any, I said, this is just you deciding you want this yep. to be true. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your politics are. Uh, so this is the he, he was arguing that he thought Netanyahu knew Israel would be attacked because Egypt issued a warning. Then there was a seven hour stand down order. And I said, OK, what was the warning that that Egypt issued? We don't know. OK, so it could have been anything it could have been Hezbollah's coming. It could have been from Jordan. It could have been from <clears> South, <throat> from Syria. Who knows? So we don't know what that warning is. So there's very little to speculate on. Then he said there's a seven hour stand down order. And I said, what's what's your source for that? Right. Where a, is it? A, a guy who works for an, an NGO in Israel who works with the government said this. And I'm like, OK, single dubious source that doesn't actually have privy information. Right. And then it benefited Netanyahu. And I'm like, yeah, that's possible, but all highly speculative. And I don't see the point of bringing it up. Yeah, there's so there's not really a debate. It's no. not, look, this is a big, much bigger conversation. I wrote two op-eds on Intel. We didn't miss it. We weren't looking, right? That's how this all happens. And the same with the Israelis. When you go through woke, woke policies as your national security priorities, and you say, no, we need to look at climate change in the setting sun more than we need to look at, you know, terror. <laughs> That's literally what this administration has done. And then for them, and they're going to come and say this later, they're going to be like, well, there was this Intel analyst who knew that was going to be attacked. Saying you have intelligence that Hamas and Iran are going to attack Israel is like saying America possesses intelligence that the cartels are going to bring in drugs to the southern border. <laughs> like, if you don't empower the people with the jobs to take yeah. them on, it doesn't freaking matter what my, you do. You know, my thing is, like, uh, uh, there was a report that Egypt warned Israel, and I'm like, all the only quote we had was something big. And so imagine you get a warning at your house or your right. business right. Something. that <laughs> something big is coming. What do you do? What, what do you do with that information? You hire security guards? Okay. Right. And then some guy parachutes onto the top of your building and you're like, I never would have thought of that. Or he digs up from under the floor. I mean, right. something big could come from any direction. Yeah. It's just impossible to say. We don't know the nature of the warning. I'm like, it's possible. But I think it's silly to be like, I want to debate. It's like, you know what? I, I talked about it earlier today. I, what I'm calling Israel-Palestine derangement syndrome. Israel. Yeah. Uh, IP, we, we, right. yeah. <laughs> IPDS. Uh, because we, 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 I mentioned this a little bit before the show that no one cares about Myanmar slash Burma. Yeah. Since 1948, hundreds of thousands have been killed in this ongoing conflict. And uh, uh, even recently, there's tons of news. And it's like, 
There's nobody. <laughs> nobody cares. Twelve thousand people. Most have people died. don't even know it's a country. Or I what know. It is. No, they don't. Yeah, I, I made the joke. I said, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I tweeted, I'm gonna get mad about Myanmar, and someone said, you mean Burma, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you watch Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll make this the new. So it's like I understand there's a religious component, but a lot of these people on the left are advocating for Palestine for literally no reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. None whatsoever. Yeah, it's current thing. The people who are advocating for Israel typically have families in Israel. And however, many mm -hmm. of these people have said very horrifying things. A former guest on the show basically called for nuking Palestinians. Mm -hmm. Like just killing everybody. Yeah, that's uh, not someone's. a good idea. No, it's insane. So it, it is very, very heated. I can understand why someone like Ben Shapiro is very upset. He has family there. He was just there. I respect that. I don't understand why your random college leftist is chanting in support of Hamas. And I'm like, you don't know anything about the region. There's no reason. To, I don't. I don't get it. I no, they're doing it because it's a cool thing to do. It's popular. It's in, yeah. a, it's in Rolling Stone. You have to, you know, go Current out there. Thing, and, right? Like wearing a Mao Current shirt. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Che Guevara, let him give me that. Jason Hutchinson <laughs> says this is good. The Republican Party needs to end. It has been either <laughs> ineffective at preventing what's happening today or complacent with it. I mean, yeah, or complicit. Yes. And True. people are like, yeah. well, are we? Should we be happy about having a speaker? And I'm like, this is a good thing. I mean, it's definitely this keeping us from sending money abroad right <laughs> Anywhere, now. Yeah. That's sure. what's, yeah, what's, what's, what's the argument? If we had a speaker, we'd Hang be funding on. more wars? Can I just, uh, so having gone through a government shutdown and being denied getting paid and being in one of the few jobs that actually never got their money back, I'm like the one of the like 0.00001% of people ever <clears throat> impacted by government shutdown. Who watching this show or anyone that you know is actually impacted by a federal government shutdown? Other than the mainstream media to lay political blame. VA benefits is the, is the, is the main concern. The but listen, troops, I got it. The troops and all that stuff, I got it. There's money in the coffers to fund that stuff. It doesn't run out because the yeah. government turns off. That is a bogus yeah. DC government fiction um, that they scare us into with, oh my God, the world's going to end. Remember in the Obama administration, the government shut down for months, month, months. <laughs> and I was a federal public defender and they named my small crew of people non-essential. So I never got paid back. But every other government employee got retroactive pay for the entire time yeah. once the government turned on. So I don't want to hear it. So so when when is this uh, the current CR supposed to expire? Two, no. Oh, shoot. I should know that. Three or four weeks. Three or four weeks. Yeah, if they don't get like a speaker that. in three or four weeks, yeah. there's just government shutdown. Yeah. All right. Tim's like, do it. Do every it, libertarian do it. is like, Going like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so much, you know, I'm not so adamant about it. I think Matt Gates makes interesting points. We don't want people to go without pay. And I get that. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. I yeah. got it. And I don't want them to do it. But what's the alternative? We just keep providing funding to these lobbyists and, and, and massive corporations. Oh, they are, I don't, they are having a dance party in DC. The defense industrial complex and the lobbyists are turning it on. Oh, there's there's this is a five hundred billion dollar machine you just gave like fentanyl to with you know like ecstasy in it or something. I don't even know what those two do, but these guys are going out there buying Democrats and Republicans. Hundred billion dollar check to you. You get ten million. You get one million. Get us this next BOD DOD contract. The world is ending. We have to make new munitions and weapons and missiles. And they're like, just this is up. our COVID. Yeah. No, essentially, yeah. big pharma, yeah. right? Moderna and Pfizer. Yeah. Now there's a big five in the DOD industrial complex space. Raytheon's and they're all, like, let's go. They're like, let's go. And you know the guys that are running these companies? The government yeah. gangsters that used to be the Secretary Did, of Defense, the Chairman yep. of this, Secretary so, of the Army. Some they're people, all getting paid. Uh, we got a super chat the other day. A couple people mentioned this, that there's like some uh, ammunition company, a company that makes ammo that switched entirely to government contracts instead of civilian. That's a no-brainer. I'm not super right, but... Uh, uh, 
I'm not super familiar. Maybe someone in the chat knows, but this is indicative of, of war. Mm-hmm. Well, no, what it is indicative of is getting paid. So when you get it on a, when you get on a government, what we call GoFo, a government funded prime contract, a PRIME, you are set yeah. for life, mm-hmm. especially if it's in the defense industrial complex space. Those are very hard to get and they don't pay you for like a year. They pay you for like 15 budget cycles. Right. And they usually pay an inordinate amount. So government contracts are supposed to go to like the lowest bidder who can do it best. But what we end up doing is delay, 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 then paying the highest guy because we want to screw over the other guys because we were too slow in getting it right in the first place. All right. Soli Solrak says, family dog just passed away today. He was very loving, very fluffy, and very short. Rest in peace, Shorty. I will love and miss you. It was an amazing 16 years. 16 years is a long time. That's good. Sorry to hear it, but uh, rest in peace, Shorty. 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 Kane Abel says, you think the government cannot write checks due to not having a speaker? They will do it behind closed doors in private. But Biden can stroke checks. True. Yeah. Uh, Edward M says, "Ugh, WTF? The UFC signed a deal with Anheuser Busch." <laughs> uh, don't get started. Cringe. Oh, no. So many weird things have happened this year. You know, it's definitely not what I would have seen coming. Still got two yeah. and a half months left. Oh, Phil James, Philly James says, "As a regular UFC watcher, I couldn't tell you the sponsor from this last Saturday fight. Don't care about still watching the fights." Mm. Yeah. See. Matt Allen says, I canceled my UFC Fight Pass subscription today. I bet you'll get some from each of those camps, right? So so the the people who are, I mean, even that person is who is clearly politically aware Mm -hmm. because they're watching this show and still values the the entertainment over that. There's no alternative, right? Like you could say, I'm going to buy another beer, but you're not going to watch a different fight. I mean, especially now that they own WWE. What are you going to go, watch Power Slap? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, go do that. Dude, go. That stuff is wild. Seth we- yeah, that. it's crazy. Seth Weathers says those MFers beat us by a hundred million million to be the official UFC beer sponsor. <laughs> Brutal. Imagine if UFC decided just to go with ultra right conservative dad's ultra right beer. And they were just like I mean, because you could theoretically do it. A hundred million dollars, they say, right? You could theoretically, uh, Seth could do the same deal and it's based off contingency. It's like we'll do a hundred million dollar deal, which basically means once we sell up to that number, it all goes to you. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. it goes back to us. Yeah. yeah. Totally interesting. worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can find some venture capitalist rich guy who's totally on board the anti-Bush light, whatever Budweiser train and be like, I'll give you the check. We'll make our own fighting league for MMA. You just yeah. want Jeremy to get in this space. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Tim Lager. We need the Jeremy signal. It's like a light in the sky and it signifies Jeremy that a company's gone woke and there's an opportunity for a business venture. I think he, he's only done two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, well, no, no, he's doing the Snow White movie too. Right, which is, right. Uh, like this Snow is, yeah. you know, but it's, but it's funny because like the mo is basically there is a clear path to success that's been proven, and they've abandoned it. So all Jeremy is doing is being like, I'm getting back on the path. Like Snow White is a huge success. They've made a crappy version. I'll make it, and then I'll get rich. Like, right? They don't care about selling it. Mm-hmm. It pr- it's it's a proven money making venture, and they've abandoned it. I'll take it. He's going to have to open the Daily Wire store right next to Target. Yeah, it's like Congress for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like where's where's Jeremy's grocery? Yeah. Yep. Could you imagine like 100 years from now, it's like literally everything is just like 
Public Square is one company. It's Jeremy's everything. No, it's terrifying. I don't like that either. That's too much for me. Isn't the Aldi's guy pretty based though? Because he's like a a hypercapitalist. Yeah. 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 The Aldi's guy. And Aldi's is one of the top organic grocers. It used to be one of the top organic grocers in the US. I remember he did the thing with Rogan where he's like, oh, these people, they don't understand how money works. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Boomer Dad. Thank you. I'm just kidding. What do we got? Beef Nasty says UFC is going to take Bud Light money and run. UFC fighters will rag on Bud Light and they won't care. If a fighter brings PPV's money in, Daddy Dana don't care if they smack talk Bud Light. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How many people are going to be like, so what? Free money. They're yeah. going to get made fun of. Bud Light's going to, it's going to hurt Bud Light more because now everyone's going to make fun of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 they can't. And they obviously cannot abandon their hyper-masculine brand. That's what they have learned through oh, yeah. all of this. Yeah, unfortunately, Which, that's a win have... for men. Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm betting it tanks. Right. Yeah. More likely. KCB says Trump's lawyers trading their principles because they've never had to weigh them against the machine. If they went to prison and pro bono legal services for everyone in the prison, they'd be out in six months. Their strength and weakness. Uh, you know, eh, it's like, it's, eh. it's. It's that, uh, that, that line from Mighty Mighty Boston's. I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. Mm-hmm. These people were tested and they all failed. Every one of them. I can't believe there was a They're... Mighty Mighty Boston's reference. Yeah. Boston. <laughs> really. Well, I mean, come on. Like, you know, Dickie is in the band with, uh, he's, in, he's with Pete Parada and the Defiant now. Yeah, so true. like, true. Mighty Mighty Boston's is back in the playlist, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Listen to Dead Language by the Defiant. That song's great. It's, uh, it's about just like society's become so brutal and no one's paying attention anymore they're on their phones yeah good song five times august was on the was on our show last week and after the release of this new single which is basically calling out all the musicians who shilled for big pharma and that was friday too right yeah and that was actually the day we had the music all set up we could have totally had them come Uh. up and jam complete yeah. uh inter-office yeah just, we have yep. to work on that <laughs> come on brett that's all right all right everybody if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends but head over to timcast.com right now click join us because the members only show is starting in a few minutes you don't want to miss it you can follow us at timcast irl you can follow me personally at timcast cash do you want to shout anything out yeah selfishly buy it Help me pay for college. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's a, it was a chore writing the book, but I think I did Government Gangsters because people kept saying, what do we do? You want the answers? They're in here. The government receipts are in here. The gangsters many, are in here. How many books do you need to sell to pledge to to become the AG? Uh, 100,000. Let's go. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. It's a tough book market. I'm already a bestseller on Wall Street Journal and Amazon. New York Times, we're like, oh, you sold enough books to be a bestseller, but we're not putting your book on So, there. So the point is, course, you can't make yourself AG- but, you know, so it's not really something you can guarantee. But if you sell 100,000 of these books, you will pledge to do everything with your power to become the AG. Ooh. Maybe 200,000. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want a different position. Yeah. That's my new theory. <clears throat> you might be onto something. We can mm. talk later. <laughs> but yes, thank you. Bye. Governmentgangsters.com. Yeah, buy the books. Also, hard copy books are great. And we're going out into, you know, Christmas and stuff. So gift it to everyone you know. Uh, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow at TimCast News on the social medias, on X, on Instagram, on Twitter, whatever they are these days. I don't know if we're on Truth Social. Maybe we Gotta get on. Join the party. Uh, And if you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram at HannahClaire.B. And I'm on Twitter or X at HC Brimlow. Thank you guys so much.
And also, Brett's here. Oh, yes. Yes, guys. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twix at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. Pop Culture Crisis is live Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, noon Pacific. Come on, uh, come hang out with me and Mary. It's a lot of fun. And I am Surge.com, newly minted on Truth Social. I'm <laughs> yes, to be verified. Here. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, catches will verify me. Yeah. So follow me on True Social. I'm on uh, Twix and all the other sites as well. Uh, yeah. See you there. We will see you all over at TimCast.com in just a few minutes. Thanks for hanging out.